fire. And he has two fire Pokemon and three different types of Pokemon. Well, that I feel like that's been all of these gyms have been kind of bullshit. Yeah. Well, a little bit. And I mean, like, I, like ice motherfuckers. Yeah. Like all of those weren't ice. Yeah. You like had there's a you have Steelix. There. Steel. Yeah. Whatever, and I was like, that's not ice. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, the like, fire guy off. in the Elite Four has a Steelix. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, why? I caught a Steelix in freaking Victory Road. I'm actually kind of curious if the reason why is because Steelix can learn. Like different, like I know I taught my golem like something like electric. Oh no, no, my, so, yeah. Too, my, I, don't, I don't know if it's like oh they're like oh it's this, but they have fire my, moves. You're my like, giraffe rig okay. knows psychic, shadow ball, and crunch, and like, nasty plot. Like it's only it knows one psychic move. My I know what you're trying to say though, but like the Steelix and Leap Four knows Thunderfang. Right. <laughs> so, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because like yeah. Well, my well, golem knows like that. So it's, thunder it's, Striker. It's Thunder bullshit. Because yeah. water is weak. It's against fire. So right. I guess it has a guy that's not even fire and yeah. does a lightning move. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> but it's good. Like it's really hard. It took me several tries. And I was pretty pretty stoked on. Yeah, on I just struggled. Yeah. Well, dude, that's what I was. I was really when I lost to the um the second gym the, leader. The second gym I leader. Was gonna be a real, I was like, I was like, I don't remember this. Now wait a minute, yeah. because <laughs> I even had stuff that was like a super effective against you know, like um, I pretty much one t- shot every single one of their pokemon until yeah, the, the very the last Truby one or, and then, and the, then um, she just grass nodded my ass to kingdom come and yeah a part of that is because rosary because i and i think this is now that i'm immersed enough into pokemon reddit which is a bad thing um i know way too much about like the ivy balancing and the EV balancing and the way they've made sure that i know these 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 um hidden stat modifiers when you're leveling up so uh, evs are something you collect from Pokemon as you beat them, yeah. I think, or something like that. And that helps contribute to a better stat growth as you level up. Huh. This is why if you use rare candies and if you use actual battle, the battle guy will come out stronger every time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because the rare candies don't infer any kind of additional battle experience, like, like right. that hidden Ivy Eevee stuff. Yeah. Anyways, all I have to say is that they've made these gym leaders' final Pokemon like perfect versions of the Pokemon, like the best possible stat hmm. uh, allocation. And the same with the Elite Four. Like They're just very strong. And, uh, Makes and, sense. And then Roserade's already a very high stat Pokemon. So who is Roserade? Oh yeah, yeah, what yeah. The person like, they, like that thing has pretty strong special attack. It has super strong. Mm-hmm. It sucks. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's good though. I like it. Forty forty one hours to be t- to, to do the whole yeah. thing. Pretty well, much. I mean, like well, not no, everything, but I, just just I mean, the main part. The, is there more story than yeah, that? Yeah, there is. Yeah, huh. you can go. Uh, and this is something I learned. I, this might be in the original. I think this wasn't the original, but there's a whole other island in the top right. Right. I do. I do know. I. I mean, I've noticed that's post game. Oh, uh, okay. Then you have the new legendaries that spawn in. You know, like how Brilliant Diamond has Lugia or Ho Oh and the dogs. I think it is. Yeah. And then Shining Pearl has Lugia and the the birds. birds. Yeah. So I'll give you my birds. I don't want them. I want. The I'll dogs. trade you. We'll I just, want the dogs. We'll just trade them. Yeah. Because then we've all had them. That's all. it. Yeah, right. That's fine. Um, that's fine. And so. Uh, there's that. There, you can fight all the gym leaders again for a rematch, and they're all very. Oh, really? Yeah. And all, they like scale. They're all maxed out. That's and so I think they cool. all have five or six Pokemon too. That is really so cool. that's cool. Um, obviously there is the more underground shit. There's more underground stuff because there's the top right underground. But then they the national decks unlocks once you. Well, so you have to see every Pokemon in the Sinnoh decks, everyone, and then once you do that, you can unlock the Nash decks. 
I don't even know that what you just said. So the Cinnamon Pokedex is 151 Pokemon, I think. It's not a lot, you know? Right. So it's the self it's the same contained amount of Pokemon as the original red and blue, which is I think uh, right. some of the problem of Diamond and Pearl. Which was the same thing they did last time was that they kept it really slim. Yeah. You know, Gold and Sapphire had two fifty, right? Right. You know, Ruby and Sapphire had around two hundred, two fifty. Uh but then this one has like one fifty, you know, and it's like a lot less in some ways. Yeah. Uh so but so you'll see most of po if not all the Pokemon during the course of the game if you fight trainers and catch some stuff. Yeah. So once you fill it out all the way, you can go to Professor Rowan and he will turn your Pokemodex and unlock it, and now it has the ability to track every Pokemon. Whoa. Which also expands what you see in the wild. That's so fucking sick, too. I went and caught, I a, like that. I caught a drowsy today. Oh, sick. I just, it, I just talked to someone, and they said, there's a swarm of drowsy over here. And I went and got a drowsy. You know, and I, oh. I mean, this is, and there's already some of these kind of semi-introduced through the Grand Underground. Have you, are you like just doing a lot of like looking on Reddit and finding out shit and then doing it? No. No, you're just no, exploring. I, I, I spent time on Reddit. I'm, I'm not saying I was on Reddit for this. I was on Reddit just as a whole for Pokemon. Re okay, I that's gotcha, like my, gotcha. That's literally. I am either on Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate Reddit or Pokemon Reddit. Yeah, There's sure. really nothing else between that. Not on like Feet Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, girls Feet Reddit. Yeah. Um, no. So so no, I'm not. But the Ivy Eevee stuff is just some stuff I've learned about that I didn't want to learn about, but now I do. Why didn't you want to know about it? It kind of makes you. I don't know. It's like another layer of Pokemon that's like cool to look into, but it's completely irrelevant except for the competitive. Is there even a competitive like thing yeah. in Pokemon right now? Yeah. Like you can go and like five people online. Yeah. It's a but big, there's a big scene. But like who cares? There's tournaments for it. There's money. Is there really? Through it. Yeah. But that doesn't make any sense. All you have to do is just have the strongest Pokemon. No, no. They'll do like teams and then they'll, or you, like for the way they've always done it, at least that I know of is that you have a team and it auto balances the team down to level 50. Hmm. And so you could get the right moves, you know, however you need to. And then when you go to the match itself, you get three Pokemon, so get three Pokemon and they are both at level 50. And then, so then, okay, it's pretty even, right? Like if you had two of the same teams, right? Right. And so who's going to win? Well, the person that trained with better IV and EVs. Interesting. Because they'll have better stats. They'll go first. Huh. They'll hit harder. They'll take less. You know, it's that Inch. edge. Okay, so, so that's that's what it's mainly for. right. Got it. Got and it. So got like it. it's it's a it's a fairly competitive scene because that's kind of cool. All you know, even their natures come into play about how their stats grow. You know, like this one's bashful. This one's it's timid. This one's curious. Like this one's got a big ass. There's none of this matters to you and me because we just play for the actual venture. Right. We don't yeah. play competitively. But like I, mean, this I is, could get into it probably. To I think some it'd be degree. fine. But then also I think it'd be kind of. But I won't. I won't ever get into it. Like to get into it competitively would be after I've beaten the whole thing, gotten my whole Pokedex. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like after yeah. I'm kind of bored of the. And see what the meta uh, is. Because I want to go through it again, and like what you were talking about, like you're giving each other eggs, right? If you're down to do that, oh, it's super down. Because I want to go find a Larvitar and do a Tyranitar playthrough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm just going to use one Pokemon. You're just going to use him the whole time. I mean, as I, as I main. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, and I want to get a Totodile egg, you know? Yeah. Oh, I dude, fought yeah. a Totodile today. Did you capture it? It was uh, some guys, but oh. they put it in there. So That's cool. Uh, that means so wait, when you unlock the Pokedex, does that mean everyone goes back into like reset to where you would like fight them again? I think you can already challenge guys again. Oh, with even just regular people? Yeah, with the Pokecatch. You just like click on them and then they don't, it's well, not maybe, if they see you, they have to click on them or something? I don't even think of a mod. I got really into some Pokemon mods too recently. But. From fucking Switch? No, no, this is on PC. Oh, okay. If I'm having a slow moment at work and I have like maybe I'm bored of my lunch and I want to just 
do something i'll play a mod on browser or whatever yeah like the anime one that dude i, I love goku that. is a guy oh no my main guy is um is gear second luffy that's so, so from cool. one piece so uh it's super stupid i also have deku on my team <laughs> so, that's super fun dude. and gregory the cricket from dragon ball z <laughs> perfect i don't know who the fuck that is and i have raftalia from um shield hero hell yeah so all Gotta these, heard, it's like a weird anime accompanying game for a great anime podcast like ours yeah um so but pokemon yeah I, I'm, I'm oh shit where were we going dude what was he talking about oh yeah it's the perfect team yeah i want to get uh like eggs of all the pokemon i want and right. i know for sure well, that's that what i'm saying I'm, I, I feel like what we should that's just what we should do is we should like you find the pokemon that you want and kind of do your thing because you're ahead of me and then you can give me those eggs and you restart and then i'll give them back well, to you and then i'll restart i was gonna say give you, everyone know. everyone eggs you know and then yeah I would well, love to do that. Sure. I mean, yeah, I guess you could not, do not that. Not everyone, but you and me, I got to give you my eggs and your eggs, right? Right. I, I, I want to freaking do that. Like, that's that's the way to play Pokemon, in my opinion. You know, And I may not finish that second playthrough because I've already done one, but right. it's still what but I want to do. But like, you still have a good time and you yeah. can just play whenever you want. And, well, we'll yeah. have to do like a giant... like, uh, like the, At that point, I feel like I wouldn't even try to catch Pokemon. It would be oh, like... Yeah, it would be, be just like your, just your team and just bloodshed. build them up and then just go through it as fast just as you can. Just murder and bloodshed yeah. all across the Pokemon field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to build them already, so... A what? The... Um, the the steel metal the steel psychic uh, four legged metal thing, spider looking thing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I got one of those. Okay. So I can breed that and get an egg for that if that's something you want ever. Because those are pretty strong. Those are pretty strong. I kind of just want Pokemon that I like though. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Just six Vaporeons. Like, Where the I hell wanna... is Eevee in this game? I don't know. Right? I have no idea. I'm I, sure I could look it up. I think I don't know. It's not in it. It's not in. You the don't game. think Eevee's in the Eevee's game? Eevee's in the game, but only after you beat the Elite Four. So you can't. Well, yeah, get, but like, but that's for you. I'm saying you could look that, it up on YouTube. But like, I would have been such it? a great Pokemon to include for this game that has such a limited amount of Pokemon to catch in the first place, initially at least. Yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. Fair enough, bro. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, we're gonna stay here too late, aren't we? So, uh, Thunder Goose Podcast. Uh, we are continuing our adventure through our new animes. And, uh, I don't know if we said this, we'll have to do a post on Instagram, but Demon Slayer started, um, last weekend yeah, or a weekend and a half ago. Sorry now. Right. Um, and we didn't make any announcement about it in the last podcast. So, but we are talking about it. Yeah, we it. didn't know about it until yeah. uh, like Thursday or Friday we, when Crunchyroll was like, guess what? But we definitely, like, oh, I definitely shit. knew it was December 9th. Oh, did you? Or December... I feel like December, whatever, like it just snapped uh, up on us. Yeah, it, it doesn't even feel like December right now. It actually wasn't December 9th. That's not even that. It's December... It's What was it? December... December 7th? 4th or 3rd? It was the uh, Saturday? It was Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, okay. So it was the, uh, the 5th. Okay. Well... December 5th. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. Like we didn't realize that and that was on us. But now we're going to talk about today and it's a full 46 minute long episode. So yeah. But is it? Is it? No. Because there's like a six minute outro. There's a and there's like I feel like there's a five minute intro of a, just like a like recap maybe of, four or five minute uh, you intro. You mean like the dream or whatever it is? No. Like they, the black and white uh, like music song, song intro. They, that's a pretty. It's pretty long. It's like at least three minutes. Did you watch the same? I mean, I thought it was just it started off with. Tanjiro reminiscing about the Rengoku fight. Definitely. But then I'm saying, so is there something? Is there intro, oh, you, oh like you mean when the kid walking in the street? Because it was kind of showing the entertainment district or whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess so. I yeah. mean, that was a solid. 
three minutes, two minutes, yeah. Yeah. But that was also kind of also scenery. It just had a lot of credits that yeah, were in Japanese. So yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Uh. Yeah, so it doesn't really feel like a full 46 minutes, especially that outro is super long. It is really long. It, I feel like they tried to give us a movie treatment, but this is nowhere near as interesting as the actual art gets. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm glad they gave it the time, the attention, and the animation, and the the budget. But like, this is not an exciting hour, in my opinion. No. But it's it's good setup, right? Yeah. So it made me all, excited. It made me excited for what's to come. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it needs to happen, I think, for that. But yeah. Uh, we'll start in the normal order, and then I think we'll just talk, toss that on the end. Or where do you want to put that in the slot? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know. Do you want to start with Demon Slayer? Ooh. Do you want to change the order up drastically? Why don't we? Why don't we throw it in the middle? Okay. So why so, don't we do? Why don't we do the Platinum End and the Faraway Paladin, and then we'll throw it in the middle, and then we'll do Miko and Komi. Okay. So for my okay, so it's fourth, third. It's third then out of the five. Third. Okay, got it. Three Perfect. Five. Let's do it. Yep. So then we'll do Platinum End first. That's right. All righty. Platinum End episode nine. I'm Joel. <laughs> so shoot, that's right. I'm Luke. This is Joel Thunder Goose Podcast. We're moving. Oh my gosh! Well, well you did say Thunder Goose Podcast. I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're all drunk. That's no, not we're true. Not. We're not drunk. We haven't even started drinking. Well, we drink a little bit, but we not drink a lot. an inch off our cup. Yeah, but it's pure vodka. No, no vodka. It's not. Um, the uh, <laughs> Bailey's from an old shoe. Hey, Bailey's from an old shoe. Um. <laughs> The title is The Face of an Assassin. There we go. Get it on track, buddy. The Face of an Assassin. Uh, this episode... I'll uh, assassinate your dick off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to get us pumped up for it. <laughs> it's late and it's we're tired, but it's, let's do it, baby. Too, yeah, it's not... Yeah. I mean, 7 Joel, is late. I, I go are, to sleep at 7.38. No, you don't. Shut, not 7.38? I'm serious. You do not go to bed that early. I do. You text me after that time every day, basically. That's not true. That's not true, but still, you're not. I feel like between eight, I feel like legitimately. Be, well, this is a, this is another tyrant, but because my where I live, my kid goes to sleep in the same room as us, and we have a studio until soon, and until we, soon, until soon. But then we we literally are asleep, like all the lights are off and the sound machines on, and we can't watch TV, we can't do anything. So sometimes I'll just crawl into bed and play Switch at like six thirty seven when he goes to sleep, and then I'm like. 738 i i'm tired and then i'll be asleep by like 8 30 that's later than you said already i mean sure by, so 30 by nine o'clock you're back up because it's pee and 9 30 you're asleep officially and then 9 55 i'm playing switch again <laughs> that's what's up <laughs> um yeah i get you no believe yeah i feel you i feel you um i feel you i feel you, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, episode nine what the face of an assassin the face of an assassin I'm assassin that's right i'm assassin your dick oh, that's right you did that. yeah you did <laughs> i did that, do that. Did that bit uh yeah so we kind of pick up exactly where we left off um that's not true. I was gonna say. What I was gonna say. No, no. We start off in an office, don't we? This episode, uh, I just want to say right, right off the bat, fucking banger. This is a good episode. Dude, this okay, is a very good episode. It caught wanna, me off guard. It's like hyped. Ooh. Yeah, it's so very it's hyped. And uh, I also love this new character for some reason. Dude, me too. <laughs> well, I hate and a, love him. He's a weirdo, and I love how I love that about him. I yeah. love how he decided to. So okay, we'll get we'll go on. With Let's this. get into so, it. Uh, this is a new dude. Uh, and then the scene starts with us, the camera looking at this one guy, uh, scared cause there's a sword in his face. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, basically this is a new God candidate that we come to find out and he's, uh, very flamboyant characteristic. Yeah. I don't know. He's, 
He's very confident in some weird ways, but yeah, yeah, but he's we'll like get, a creepy, yeah, pretty cre- weird, uh, yeah. um, strong. He's individual. got a tuft of teal hair in the front, and the mm-hmm. rest of it's purple. Yeah, or it's the other way around. Or, you, oh, I don't remember. He has purple eyes. Yes, like he does. Have pretty that. purple eyes. Yeah, and a long. And face. He smiles like the Grinch. <laughs> he has a smile like the Grinch. Uh, the cartoon one, if you guys have ever seen it. Yeah, and he's holding a sword. Yeah, he's holding <laughs> a sword to a guy that's been red arrowed that we find out. Uh. And that's kind of just how it starts. Well, in the beginning, it does, right before this, it does show us the building always says private investigator. Yeah, we know it's a cop. So, sorry, that's fair. No. So we know private investigators aren't cops. Okay, we know it's a we know it's a private. Uh, it's a PI. Sorry, it's a detective. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Um, which we do know that Mukaido had aired a bunch, right? Yeah, boy. So, yeah, boy. Uh, okay, so then that's how the intro. The guy doesn't kill him in front of us, but yeah, I, I guess not. He cuts him right down the face a little bit, but it only shows a drip of blood. I don't know if that killed him, but it didn't seem like it, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think he definitely killed him because... Well, he does, because the air was yeah, back. Yeah, 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 but... I just don't... Oh, I just thought about that, dude. So, do you think... Frick, I'll get to this part. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to ask a question, which you probably already got, but whatever. I'm we have curious. our intro, our uh-huh. fun intro, which is good. I'm liking it more and more every week. Yep. Uh, and then we got to go to the church, which is what Saki talked about last week. Yeah. Um, that she had red air with her parents to buy an old church. <laughs> which is insane. We don't need to go into the semantics of that, but yeah. that's what happened. Also, when they show the church and there's like that whole area of grass and trees around it, I'm like, where is this? I feel like it's so secluded from everywhere. It's like city, a city, 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 city park. church in a park. Yeah. With yeah. Wood, woods around it, basically. Like it's, <laughs> like, a, it's, okay. it's, it's insane. It's like, there's no way your parents were that rich. I mean, maybe, 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 maybe they just like took a loan out. And, like, you know, she's <laughs> so for life. So we see all our characters here. Uh, the first thing we get to see is um, someone going in to see Ravel, and it's uh, Saki, I believe, going mm-hmm. to see Ravel. Mm-hmm. And Ravel is um, a new piece of lore. He's taking these golden balls that are floating in midair around him, and he's putting them in his head, and and he calls them celestial memories. Yes. Which is, now we know how to gain knowledge, but what what Ravel does uh, when he does this is he basically gains the equivalent of like a thousand books of knowledge, right? which is how he describes it. So this is, <laughs> thank you for finally answering this question, because I literally had no idea still how... Totally. How was Ravel going to get smarter? What? I feel like they've been doing pretty good on the yeah. the the whole like oh I have a question about like the lore. They've been really good on that, mm-hmm. like you know, kind of keeping the story going. They've been really not great on well, why would this happen if not this, yes. right? You know, and like you're like actual, uh, like, yeah, like reasons like they're practical. Details. Like yeah. they've been a little bit less good on like that's the, a good the word hyper to bring practical. Up. Yeah, practical. That's, yeah, that's but very true. good on lore. It's, very good on storytelling. It's very in impractical. These guys are doing half the time for sure. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, you're right. It's good. Um, we get one thing else here, or we get a couple. Well, of this things, is the thing. Well, the next so, thing that happens is very dumb, in my opinion. But I also get it. But nah, dog. The, the suit. Yeah. Shut up, dude. So <laughs> Saki gets her suit. Yeah. It's super technical. Um, and if it looks like a kitty, it's a kitty cat. It's, it's a, a cat kitty cat suit. costume. And uh, I wrote meow. They even make a joke where Ravel's like, "Did you do that just to see her in a cat costume?" Because yeah. he gave her a tail or see her right. tail, right? Yeah. And like, they, you're a pervert. And they, ex- yeah, they even explain the tails uh, basically where all the batteries cool off, and so they have free flow or free airflow. Yeah. So like, there's a reason why she's. You know a tail, what's really funny? But is then if she this also was real. cat ears. You know what I mean? Like, if this was like a, like, because I don't know, and I'm not gonna look it up, and I don't give a shit. But like, if someone made a costume like this, and it's like literally to the T, they're like, "Yeah, this, this, that would be, that'd be right." Like the tail whole thing, mm-hmm. like if that's actually how that science works, 
It'd be kind of funny. It would be. It's also, <laughs> but it's very obviously have, it's for us to have a dangling participle be your batteries. <laughs> yeah, like your batteries. Like if you if that gets broken, you lose the suit power. Like that's yeah. very dumb to but me. But what's the suit power? I mean, I don't, don't we have like actual powers? Uh, yeah, but you can't fly it. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. get that. So that's but it also doesn't really cover her face. It has goggles that come out. Yeah, and cover. Her I eyes. thought that was so. Again, that's the part that I think is the practical part that's stupid. You need to have a face mask like everyone else. Mm-hmm. It's just covering your eyes. That's clear. Fucking shut the fuck up, yeah. dude. What's the point? Like, yeah. What are you, what are you There's no way. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's stupid. But whatever. Uh, I think she looks cute in it. It's fun. Sure, it's fun. I I don't I don't hate it, but it's definitely trope. I get it. It's, it's trope. not it's, it's not tropey. it's not a reason to keep it's it's when you see you can just see it. You like see it and you know what this like yeah. the referencing. So, so oh, if she starts saying nang nang nani. Oh, no, no. What is uh, it? Meow, meow. Or no, oh, isn't it? Isn't neku, it like neku neku neku. Or is it, yeah, I mean that's one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Oh, neko. In the chat. Meow at me. <laughs> um, so uh, we move forward, and uh, this is when the actual story thing happens. Um, so a red arrow returns to Mukaido, right? Yes. This is Mukaido? Yeah. So they're all at the gate of the church, or the front door of the church, um, kind of discussing you know, the new suit that Mukaido brought for Saki. And a red arrow returns to him. Uh, and then Mukai was like, oh, that must mean someone who had my arrow died. Yeah. And so this is my thought. Yeah. If someone with a red arrow that you've red arrow dies, can you just follow the arrow back to the person? Mm. Does that make sense? That does. I mean, I guess it, it would make sense. It, the only thing that we would have to figure out would be like, how fast are the red arrows? Um, and... Well, I know there is. Was that for dramatic you effect? Can, you can outspeed them. You can outspeed them, yeah, or, or outrun yeah. them if you can fly. Yeah, you're right. So, so the answer is yes. Then. Okay, with the way that they set up the world, the answer is yes. I feel like again, this is something that they wouldn't have necessarily 100 percent thought right, through right. fully. I think that they were doing the whole red arrow coming out of the sky uh, as like a a way to make us go, oh no, who's there to attack? And it's not that. You know, so I feel like it was a red hair. They're trying to do it as a red herring without mm. thinking of the consequences of what that actually means for the world <laughs> lore. Because okay. I feel like it would just come back to you. I, I, th- you know I what think, I mean? Like, I, I feel like it would just be, oh, you and have I it. Don't know if they animated it in a way that like teleported to Mukaido, but I thought it came down from the sky. To yeah, oh, it definitely did. And I was, so if that's the case, yeah. then you could for sure follow it. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Okay, makes sense. Like, like, again, just logically, you right? Would, yeah, but I don't know if that's really how this world works. It's just logically that's how it should work. Yeah, Mukaido. With how they animated it, right? Mukaido uh, immediately re- realizes, no, "Oh shoot, someone might yeah. know who I am," and so then he <sighs> just sped off towards his home. Yeah, and Kakehashi, sorry, Mirai. I'm gonna say Kakehashi can now a lot, aren't I? But Mirai speeds off with him, and Saki. Uh, and this was kind of a sad part, which is like, oh, and Saki just uh, left to watch them. She's stuck yeah. watching them. Fly yep. away. And she has to think, I may never see them again. Right. This is what's happening when I can't go. Right. It's very well handled, actually. Yeah, I thought it was good, too. I think it added depth to her. I, I feel like this episode added depth to almost everyone. It well, did. maybe not Except necessarily for the Kanda, main character. Yeah. But, but I feel 
Yeah, 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 for sure. Saki grew as a character. Revel grew as a character. Mikado grew as a as a character. For well, sure, we get to see Mikado emotionally react. This is like mm-hmm. the first time we've seen him kind of lose control. Mm-hmm. We get to see Mirai keep being a good friend who goes to support Mikado. Yeah, and Saki reveals how hard it is for her to to watch. Yeah, this happen to be useless, right? Yeah. So, um, but so yeah, so Mikado's calling his his wife, and she not is pick, not answering not the phone. Up. Not Dude, I'll be up. real. Um. I was like on the edge of my seat, like losing my shit a little bit because like in my head, I was like, I, I put myself in this situation with like mm. my family and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my God, like this random ass person came at for this dude. So like, like, and maybe yeah. he, and I was like, maybe he's going for the family. Maybe they're just not picking up. Like what? Like, you know, I didn't really know yeah. until we get to the house. That's what I thought too. I was like, I think, I think he was just terrified. And then we yeah. eventually, what we do is as soon as Mukaido gets there. Uh, he sees the purple guy in the intro mm-hmm. out front. Yeah, uh, Mukaido actually uh, dives through the window. Right. Well, he tells yeah, I mean, right, to fight him or right. like like to deal with him. Yeah. Um. And but Mukaido goes inside the house uh, and immediately runs to his room. And um, I don't know if we thought about this last week, but I'm going to pose it here. Yeah. Last week's episode was called "Symbol of Promise." Mm. Right. Yeah. And I think the wedding dress was Mikado's symbol, symbol of, of promise. promise for his daughter that he's yeah. going to make sure that she has a future under a good god, right? Yeah, basically, I think so. And so this assassin comes, and and this is definitely <laughs> something I think that Mukairo thinks too. Like yeah. this is my legacy for my daughter, you know, yeah. my promise. And uh, this assassin comes and kind of destroys his entire room, including the wedding dress. Totally, that Mukairo, Every, everything has been destroyed in this yeah, room that Mukairo had made for his daughter, and so. Uh, rightfully so, I think Mukado breaks down. Yeah. And I think obviously because his family's in danger, but also Dude, I, because this guy is threatening to break. Well, his the bones. hard part is like I don't even know. I honestly thought I was going to see some dead bodies. I up did in, too up in that room, but there wasn't. And so there's part of me that's like, I would be. Where's the family? Also? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, like I don't know. So yeah, Mukado is dealing with that, and then it, it jumps to Mirai confronting this. Dude, like he's like a kind of like a say. I feel like the way that he's making it look is like he's like a samurai. Like a samurai. But then with like what we kind of give with this backstory, that's never even talked about. No, it seems like a. We'll get to this. <laughs> yeah, we'll oh. get to it. Yeah, well, it's almost there, right? Yeah. Uh, well, but I I think he, why he has a sword makes sense. That's the thing. Okay. Okay. But. Um, well, yeah, because yeah, I get well because you. I was a closet nerd who loved katanas when I was eight. I mean, I do know? too. I still I have one above my door. I mean, yeah. it's a wooden one. Why? Well, I, I would love to have a real one, and yeah. I like I I used to pretend swinging one about. You know, it's yeah. like I I, I they're super sick. You know, yeah, they're really bad. But um, so the the purple guy kind of gets just gets, runs away uh, after uh, Mirai confronts him. Well, yeah, but I mean, Mirai shoots at him. Yeah, he shoots a red arrow. Oh, right. you're right. I shouldn't brush over that's, that. That's a that's a pretty big thing because Which is growth. It's yeah. huge growth. So, it's huge growth that yeah, because even Nase is like, oh my gosh, he didn't even hesitate to shoot at him he's because impressed. yeah, he just said like, you know why are you here? What are you doing? And the guy, I don't remember. I don't know if he says anything or if he kind of just smiles and he's been like as <laughs> yeah, about to like. Ass, weird I think he does say something about like, but it's nothing meaningful. And then you know he just shoots at him and he dips. So yeah, he just he like he shoots a red arrow. He runs away obviously, and because you can outrun arrows, you're good. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. I shouldn't say outrun. Maybe you could just out distance them at any of the same speed. But what, regardless, oh, um, he runs away. Uh, we then go to an amusement park. Yeah. Um, 
and we see the samurai looking through a window, and we uh, look. It's, I think it's an abandoned amusement park. Yeah, I think I'm so. Guessing. That's what I wrote. I wrote abandoned, abandoned amusement okay. park. Every anime's got one. Uh, so then you're looking through this glass window, and you see Mukaido's wife and kid. Yeah, uh, and they're just in there and sad and scared. I said, "Where?" I said, "He kidnapped the whole family." Oh my god, I'm freaking out. Yeah, and so you're like, like, oh my gosh. And this is, <laughs> this like, is where I was like, okay, so what I said last week, Mukai was going to die this episode for sure, true. Yeah. But he, yeah, but but this, I ended up being proven wrong. It's but just, yeah. we have to have a backstory about the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which and again, honestly, I actually kind of appreciated. Solid. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. Yeah. You got backstory. You got it? Um, I got it too, but I'm giving you the opportunity if you want to do it. You go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we get a backstory about a kid, an ugly, a kid who was ugly and poor. Mm-hmm. And as he grew up, he became more ugly and more poor. Yes. Uh, Which is kind of a weird. I get, I get the more poor thing. Like the in the older you get, sometimes like your family like isn't doing as good or whatever, and that can kind of like fluctuate or just go straight down sure. or straight up. But the uglier thing to me is always a little weird. I guess like when you hit adolescence, right? Like we always kind of hit all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, he he was he de- they definitely try to draw him in, in as ugly as they possibly can. He yeah, just looks which goofy. Which is kind of weird because I feel like, like like yes he is like ugly, but like I don't know like like the way that they're like talking about him is like he's like some deformed monster, and I'm like right. he looks he like kind of just is just that was what I was gonna say, dude. Like kind of just a little gumpy, like or or like homely goofy, maybe. Yeah, yeah like like there's goofy. not like yeah. it's not like he's disgusting where you'd be like oh god, you know what I mean? Like which is so crazy because that's how his parents feel about him. Like you know saying like they wish that he was never born, and all of the you know people just making fun of him saying like he's gross and ugly and and poor. Which again that sucks because you know I mean I am like, gross I've, and got, I'm ugly made fun of and for I being am, poor before yeah. so I, I get it <laughs> have you yeah oh. i mean i mean people don't really know what money is like kids don't really know what money is back yeah. then and like middle class was such different than it is now like it existed sure. so for the most part and so um you know i wasn't actually poor i felt like my parents were just more like oh like let's just like hand-me-downs was like a kind of thing so i feel like that's what they had assumed like oh he mm. has hand-me-downs from like other people who were like you know in your church or whatever because like you know i yeah. went to a church with a lot of people my age then it would just be like here's a hand-me-down you know gotcha. so okay. that's what i feel like okay. i got made fun of a lot for that fair enough yeah i mean i was bullied a lot too i don't know if I was my 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 wage ever came into me being bullied but my ears too that oh, was a big one. Oh, for I sure dude i had freaking ears. elephant ears when i was a baby yeah. Uh, just a baby. <laughs> when you're a baby, hey, yo, you stupid high. ass, dumb looking baby. <laughs> Not when I was a baby, junior high. Okay, but, yeah, same thing. Uh, so <laughs> fuck you, Harvey Jarvis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. I she got it. a gun. <laughs> so good. Anyway, I hope you die. <laughs> I hope you die. Um, damn. Where are we? Oh yes, yeah, so a uh, poor and uglier. His house is under an overpass or a bridge, I think, yeah. or something. I didn't understand if this Over was like river. where he lived. Or where his family lived. It was I, a wooden, thrown-together shack yeah, under a bridge. under a bridge. Yeah. And it so was homeless. In a city, though. To some degree. Yeah. If some, not a lot of it. I don't know how you That's get what a... homelessness is. I'd it's like, almost though, like, how do you build a home there when there's, like, policemen... That, have you seen El Cajon? Yeah, but that's a... I don't dude, know. The one in this is a, is a house. It's yeah. got a roof. It's got walls, windows. Yeah. That's not the same as going to El Cajon and seeing a cardboard board or a tent or a tarp. Yeah, but I feel like people in different... I mean, like, you know, you have San Francisco, LA. I mean, the places where... In Seattle, right? So the places where there's a little bit more... Which, again, this is a debate for not right now because we're just... you know, I mean, it's, a podcast. it's true that factually those are the highest cities of 
of homelessness. Right, right, yeah. They're they're high homelessness because there's not as much like like you know uh, crackdown on those things, and it's like trying to find that. Are also very expensive places to live. Right, right. Trying to find a right, exactly. Trying to find a balance between how do you how do you help people and like what's what and what fix whatever's going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of times there people get creative, right? Like when I'm driving down, there's like I can't remember what street it is, but there's an underpass where there's like six little homes that were built under there with huh. with again like things like tents but then like you cardboard and all this stuff so in my mind i'm like okay like again i i think that that's kind of sick that there's you're able to ha- like feel like you have a place to have a home you know yeah. <laughs> so but yeah in my mind i was like okay i get it but this is like what this is what you're saying is like this is actual like wood this is like, like people wood. made like a small there's home shingles under on the roof totally it's uh it's it's it, whatever it's it's hyperbolic a little bit i guess but yeah but this kid lives, lives under the bridge his whole life basically yeah with his mom yeah. i don't know if his dad was there but i don't know uh whatever at least his mom uh and he's he comes home as a high school student i think at this point and his mom has hung herself right and killed herself so he freaks out right and he starts to hang himself right um and we can tell really quickly this guy can't talk to girls at all like he can't talk to yeah to really anyone he yeah. seems like pretty socially awkward he's basically a really ugly comey how dare you desecrate Comey's name. name that way, um, you son of a bitch. He comes home, and she's dead, so he freaks out, and he's like, I got, I'm going to kill myself, too. He yeah. puts the instrument on his neck, and then a new angel shows up. Yeah. Uh, and Balta. Him. Yeah, Balta, exactly. Yeah. Belta, Belta, Balta. I got a B-A-L-T-A, Balta, okay, I think. And this I think I, it's Balta, too. Uh, what is the, is the angel of? It's intu- um, intuition? I, in, oh, God. I did. I thought I wrote this down. Uh, I, I did, too. It's just the next page. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't write it down. I think it is intuition. I think it's something intuition. We'll get it. We'll get it for you guys next. He's week, a very buff and very uh, confident. really good looking dude. He knows like the good right looking angel. You know, intuition like like this might be the right decision to make. You know, like he's very intuitive and, and smart, and mm-hmm. uh, and so he convinces the guy, hey, look, you know, you can actually. Well, yeah, he says wealth uh, and looks go a long way, right? And asks him if he wants to like change the world uh, for the better. Um, and if he wants anything, and then and then he says, "I've always wanted to talk to a girl." And then he Balta just pulls out a red arrow and says, "This will allow you to do that." Yeah. And then obviously that transitions to us next, where the girl that he had been there was like a small scene where right before he went home to find his you know um, there was a girl his, his mom dead he, yeah, yeah there's a girl that he thought was cute at school um at school and so now he's with this girl who he red arrowed. And um, a, a, at school, he red arrows her and pulls her into an empty classroom. Yeah. And uh, dude, I and thought this scene was gonna get way hard, I thought it was more hardcore real weird, than dude. it was. Because I mean, like you know, I mean, we've discussed this. Like the red arrow system is definitely just taking advantage of people. Someone's done it in the show already. Right. Well, like, yeah. Someone gang just like had a gang of girls that he had red arrowed and had an orgy with in the back of his limo. Right. right? Like the right. show's already gone to that point of being. Yeah, this can be used for sexual coercion. You totally. Know? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, dude. and then girl A also. But and yeah. girl A. Yeah. So I mean, like that's again, and it, and then it's getting down to people for what humanity's like darkest parts are usually like it can get to, like the, the sexual right, like everything in humanity always like pleasure. You, there's something that's created like VR, and then people are like, oh, but we can make porn out of that. Or whatever, right? It always like if humanity kind of takes it there to some to some degree. I feel like a lot of times, and yeah, um, absolutely. So I feel like yeah, rule so thirty four. <laughs> what rule thirty four? Forty two. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah you're right. You're rule thirty four. Yeah. If there's something out there, then there's a, a a porn parody or whatever of it. Yeah, a porn about it. Um, yeah. yeah. 
which <laughs> I'm sure is true. But yeah, so I think I think we're like, so it was a really weird for me to kind of watching him because again, they, he did it in a way where it's like almost it's this is a weird thing where he's being polite about it. Like, I want to hold your hand. I've never been even able to talk to yeah. girls and she holds his hand and she's like, that's fine. And then he wants to like kiss her and then they start kissing and then it like kind of shifts and to where like it would be probably you know like a second third base is about to happen, and he looks at himself in the mirror. He sees himself in the mirror in the and I mean classroom. like to his credit, yeah, I think that I don't know if he's like, oh my god, I'm so ugly. Ah, I think or, he just scares himself. Or if he's like, dude, like what is I'm what am I doing? One of the two, right? I feel like maybe it's a little he, bit of both. He creeped himself out because he said. does say yeah. to Balta, I want to. Uh, you know, like I'm going to work hard to where I don't have to red arrow a girl, yeah. right? I'm going to do everything I can. Like I need money and I need good looks. That's what I need. I don't yeah. need, you know, like, like anything else but that. And then he gets that. He looks really good. He did plastic. He like red well, arrow plastic surgery. Well, first off, he's, oh, he's, he's doing bench presses. Well, and that's he, after he, but yeah. I not until like, he gets, he was ugly first time. And he's, yeah. cause that's when he first sees his poly man. That's fair. And he's really inspired by poly man yeah metropolitan man that's true that is uh, true and then he starts red airing surgeons because he's like i'm gonna become as pretty as i can and help metropolitan man you know because right. he just admires right well because yeah he Balta says he's he's the exact what, opposite of you yeah, right and he did he's whatever he took what he want with his powers and like mm-hmm. for whatever reason metropolitan or um this guy i can't remember his name Does mm-hmm. it, do we have a name from yet mm-hmm. i might have hagami or no um um, I don't know, but regardless, I did call him just Samurai almost the whole okay, time. So I don't have interest his name yet, which is interesting. I think that they did, but and I'm just a piece of shit. And right he like, and he, I just want to be clear. He even recognizes that if if I was to go say hi to Metropolitan, he'd probably kill me. Right, but he just admires and like worships him. Basically, at this point, he found yeah. something to worship, and it was Metropolitan man. And so he decides to get as pretty as he can, right, and get as effective and, yeah. and strong and get as money, he, right? Because he, he moved right? out of that little place. Right. He's gonna go like, and they just they don't even talk to you about that. No, he's just like literally. Again, that's fine. I will be. I'll be honest. That is totally fine. I don't mm-hmm. need to know how the fuck he makes money because that'd be super annoying. Like I don't need that shit. Don't need that. Yeah, just say. But he, like, yeah. like the transition was good, right? So he went from being in a little shack to he's in a whole a whole huge ass fucking room mm-hmm. like with a brand new TV and he's lifting weights in his living room, you know? And I, yeah. so I'm like, okay, yeah. So you got money, right? So you, you did something to where you could a- evaluate yourself, yeah. whether that's, you know, I don't know, yeah. shooting bankers or whatever with red arrows. That's, give me money. Would happen, yeah. that's what I would do. So he, give me your money. he gets plastic surgery. He gets really gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I shouldn't say that. He just gets really pretty. Why? Then, why is that different to you? Gorgeous and pretty. What do you mean? How about you back up? So he okay. goes, he's walking on the street from this after he's, he, oh, well, you're right, because he's working out with bandages on his face, right? Yeah, that's what I was saying. You're right. About. So yeah. he, did, he did get a bus surgery, then get inspired, yeah. and then one got prettier. Yeah. And then now he's out in the street, uh, and right. people are noticing him because right. he's, now he's pretty. He's got really gorgeous everyone's features. Like, like everyone. Yeah. It's almost like he Girls. is Comey. You're right. Because yeah. everyone's like, oh. Yep. And he's like, and then he sees yeah. a girl who's pretty, and he's like, you know, trying to talk to her, telling her that she's the his type. Um, hold on, I wrote down. Did you write down what he said? Because it is pretty funny. Um, no, I didn't. Wait, uh, what? Okay, so so one of the girls looks at him, and they make eye contact, and he like tries to go and talk to her oh, because he's like, I'm pretty now, and I have a lot of money, and he says, uh, he starts talking, and then he's just like, yeah, he he can't talk to girls, and one of the things I don't even know what he's trying to say. But he's, I think he's at maybe asking her to go somewhere and he stumbles and says, titties. And then the girl goes, titties? Oh my God. And runs away. <laughs> he, doesn't even, he doesn't even say titties. He just, he's no, trying oh, to say he's type. Something, 
You're yeah. just hearing my type. You're my type. That's what it is. You're my type, 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 type. And then she goes, titties. Yeah. And then she goes, and she just flees. Also, that's the first time I've ever heard the word titties in an anime. It's hilarious. Um, there is a, this is really getting you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, dude, funny, honestly, dude. I was laughing my ass off. Yeah. So, so he, he goes back to the plastic surgeon, though, at some point, and he red arrows her. And this plastic surgeon actually tells him about someone that had their sister that they, they wanted to preserve and keep the form of their sister that passed away. Yes. Dude. Uh, and so that's eventually how uh, he meets actually Kanada, right? Mm hmm. Uh, and so the, then, yeah, because he gets his name. Well, he finds he out who Kanada everything. is right. Every, everything from him. He finds out who Kanada is yeah. right. But also, let's not skip over this really quick. The surgery. Hajime. His name is Hajime. Hajime. There yeah. you go. Um. So I said, so he, so Metro Man is using plastic surgery to keep his sister's corpse as lifelike and oh. as beautiful as possible. Oh. That's the quote. As lifelike and as beautiful as possible. Mm. Which the surgeon said, "Don't you find that weird? I do." And I was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, that is. So she's dead. I thought that she was cryo chambered or something, maybe with the no, money. She's, so yeah. she's dead. Okay. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I'm, so she's 100% dead. I was so invested in Hajime. That's totally fine. So she is dead, but dead. but they're doing whatever medical they, miracles to keep her Yeah. Pretty. And I think it could be a pretty consistent thing. I don't. I mean, I think that is, right? You kind of have to. Maybe you don't have to. Maybe it's a checkup for a dead body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Gross. I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah. And then, so, so. Hajime finds out that that's uh, yeah. Kanada, whatever, and, and finds him at school. So he, Dude, <laughs> Hajime Red Arrow is one of his classmates and then goes into Kanada's class and says, hey, I know you're a god candidate. Come meet me in the gym afterwards. Super smart, by the way. Totally. I loved that. Hajime did a good job, but yeah. I think it's probably Balta more than Hajime doing that kind of stuff or thinking about that kind of stuff. Yeah, probably, know? probably. Um, and so Kanada goes, throws, shoots a Red Arrow at her bounces off she goes oh she's real yeah so then she leaves the room and so he goes well then i guess i better do this yeah and white arrow is this high school kid in the dude middle he of fucking school. just killed a kid not again. even smart just in the middle of school i guess he's a kid though and let's be let's we be clear about that. there is a scene a cutaway where it shows his friend realizing yeah this is this oh my gosh yeah like, i'm glad you said something because yeah. i was gonna say like like dude it, i was like biggest one of the show this yeah. is the downfall of haji of Canada. Canada's oh. friend that's the downfall. You, so the, you think that that um, that ends up being a uh, betray and then die, or pass information accidentally and then die. You know what's interesting, uh, man? but I'm absolutely 100 sure that Canada is going to kill his friend. Well, you know what's funny is I don't know. So because you were like, oh, like I don't think he's the main bad guy, and then they introduce this guy, and then I know for a fact that this guy is not the main bad guy. I can almost guarantee that Makaido is going to absolutely kill this guy. Like I Canada? just, think, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I think it's easy. Yeah, I don't. I think Canada is just too. It's too much has been shown about him, yeah. and I know the anime. I know the manga is ongoing. So is this still ongoing? Yeah, it's at this point, it's ongoing. Oh, so you looked at it? Oh God! I yeah. just wanted to see what the yeah, yeah, status was. They finished an arc, I think, and or no, no, that's good. That's it's good. Not ongoing. I think there's like like a, a hundred more chapters or something. Well, that's still that's ongoing. Dumb. <laughs> it's not this. this there's a, sorry. There's just no way that this this if it's 13 episodes it won't capture the entire no no I've got manga we're getting a taste I mean they do that I feel like that's what that's I mean maybe not always but I feel like that's kind of the more recent thing yeah unless they know for sure that they, that people are gonna love it like I feel like they did it with like jujitsu well, that was my and hero Demon Slayer and my hero my hero's first season was 13 episodes well maybe not my hero I feel like my hero was still like a they didn't know 100 percent people are gonna love it that's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, but I feel like jujitsu. They knew for some reason they, that well, got twenty something. There was a lot of popularity, right? And then, it, and then, uh, what is the other one I just said? I just said it. Jujitsu, and then oh, Demon Slayer, Demon right? Slayer. And because like those each got got a, it like a two right, core. They right got away. twenty six episodes or whatever. Um, yeah, but I feel like yeah, they're giving us a taste if we like it, which we probably do. Like I, honestly, this could be really sad, but I feel like the Faraway Paladin. I don't know if it's going to get another season. You know no, what I mean? I don't think it would. Yeah. It's just not. It's it's got such a great content behind it, but. I think what what it has done, know. and I feel like sometimes when people when things get anime adaptations, I feel like that's a great thing, even if they don't keep going. Yeah, because people yeah. can. I will read the Faraway Paladin if it stops. Yeah, I'm if, gonna keep going. I'm gonna it, I'm gonna read it after this. Well, so. if it's good enough and in, in the way it ends the first. Bit, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you, you get fans, and then if it doesn't keep going, then hopefully those fans will be like, okay, I'm gonna read. Yeah, it, you yeah. know. So and hopefully it's either you know the legal way or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Sure, I gotcha. Um, but anyway, we okay, at? so we're back. We're back here. Uh, kills his friend. He kills. Or kills. Kills the oh, Heisman no, no, girl. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he kills uh, the Heisman and girl. And then it shows Canada in the room. Yeah. And uh, I guess both of them aren't really there. Is the way it seems like, or is he reflecting on? Yeah. So what the fuck is going on? I I was so confused because because a he walks in right. There's a That's laptop him? with Hajime on the laptop. Obviously not in there. Right. But then it keeps cutting away to Canada, and then Canada at his home. Yes. And I'm like, okay, this is a fake Canada. Like, what is going That's on? That's what I. And again, it doesn't even they matter. Don't tell you. And it doesn't yeah, it even doesn't matter. matter in like the grand scheme of things. It's just bullshit. Lack of clarification. Yeah. Again, I cannot stop saying it. It's so effing sloppy, but. Like they should like again, I just can't. spread it or someone else. Because it, it it looks like exactly like him. It and does. then he's like, Oh, I'm not really there either. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? And what are, what the fuck is going on? Who is this guy? Yeah. Is there someone that looks exactly like you at the school? Or yeah, I don't know. It's and, weird. And there's a long too long of a conversation here to basically just say that he wants to be his it work for him. Hajime right. allies himself with Canada and Canada allows it. Yeah. Well, and, he says, I'll test you. If you can, if you can, you yeah. know, do it literally what he's doing now. He's like, if you can set this trap for me and it's successful, then you can be on my side. Which yeah. again, we all know that that's not true. Like, I mean, he no, will be, he, he will use him Canada's to the extent, exactly, but then he will keyword, kill him. Used it. Keyword yeah. use, right? It's use. another pawn. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to use it to try and get him killed. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, um, so that's so. What Kanada had him do was kidnap Mukaido's family. How do they find Mukaido? How do well, they find so the PI? This is what it is. This is what I missed in the episode. Okay, so we get to the point where um, Mukaido figures out which PI it was, right? And so he's like banging his head on the wall, and everyone's like telling him to like calm down, and he's like, "This is me being calm, you know, yeah. and within the situation." Um, and then the uh his so he gets a uh what, what is it I, I can't remember exactly how they get his phone number but i believe it's via the pi and uh-huh. so um they call him and tell him hey like go you know and uh, Mikado knows immediately when it's a random number he's like where's my family he says they're here so he literally tells him the exact spot of where they are he's the like go park. get him because again it's a trap we all know it's a trap. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now that the thing blew up, I'm like so nervous that they're just going to like, I'll be, I'll be absolutely fucking will. livid if you just blow them up for no reason. Oh, God damn it. No, I think, I think Mukado's family will live and Mukado will die in this exchange. I think so too. I think so too. But, but there's I, a piece of me that just feels like they'll kill them all. And a, that's like scary to me. But there's a big part of me that wants Mukado to get the finishing blow on Kanada, you know? Yeah. 
Oh, you think Connor is gonna die? Wait, no, it's it's. I think Mukaido's gonna die before he gets his yeah, okay, okay, his okay. actual whatever. Yeah, on him. But Mukaido is the sole is the big driver to take down to Canada, right? Like he's the one that's way more big. Uh, you know, big picture about this. You know, and Mirai and Saki probably wouldn't care as much if if Mukaido wasn't there. Yeah, they would probably keep hiding and try to do their own thing. Totally. That seems to be what they were gonna do gonna do in the first place. Right. But <laughs> Mukaido's been low. the voice of of reason and and big pictureness whatever you want to call that grandiosity and as i said no the good thing is to try and stop the bad thing Mm -hmm. not run from the bad thing yeah so i i think i honestly do think that mukaida will die before he gets his vengeance but i do think this is still more of mukaida's fight than anyone oh duh it's his family's on the line i mean the most precious things in his life is on the line even before they were and, and captured i would say it was still mukaida's fight first. I, I i totally agree because he has something to live for what is yeah. what does anyone else have for maybe love a little bit like so get each fucked. other like they don't yeah. yeah like it's one of those things like kids. like because yeah they don't they haven't even like said that they love each other or want to be together forever or whatever they're just right. friends which again i'm not going to d- minimize that but if you have a wife and children who you love right you've committed to you've committed to a person right that you want to be with forever and then you've made other people i mean realistically willingly at least that's what they're showing us right like for kids it's not like it's not like oh because again parents can be like fuck my kids i shouldn't have ever had them blah 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 blah. like there's really shitty parents out there yeah makaido is not that makaido loves his kids so they're precious to him sure he loves his wife so she's precious to him and he that so like he has a lot on the line for sure. him you know what i mean so yeah I don't know. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you, man. Ed, dude, this this episode legitimately, I was on the edge it was the tense. whole time. It was a good tense episode, and um, I feel like I feel like I just cannot wait to to yeah. see what happens because Definitely. I am just ready. God damn it! They I, did, they, I mean, they got me because this is like my biggest fear of like some of like something crazy like that like happening and then like you have to be the one i mean again i'm not in like a fantasy world and i'm not in taken i couldn't do shit if like this happened to me you know what i mean like like i'm not gonna be able to I'm, be, me rust. I'm gonna find you in a <laughs> like i have a set of skills or whatever like i don't have shit like i have to rely on I the fucking cops you know yeah I'm, i have a pool pool <laughs> i have a pool pool it's I longer will, than your arms <laughs> i'm gonna find you and i'm gonna net you up um, um but no, yeah I'm, man I'm so they got you, me but... they got me hooked to lined and singered for yeah, what's gonna happen. I just wish there was a little it was a little less sloppy, but I'm I'm yeah, still into it. I'm with you. Uh good episode. Yeah, enjoyed it. Ready for more. One Ready more now. More. Uh next episode is gonna be Faraway Paladin. Um and you're gonna lead this one. And I'm gonna tell the viewers exactly why. Cause I could not load the episode up in my crunchy roll no matter how many times I tried. Yeah, we had some Crunchyroll problems this yeah. week. And so Joel will lead this one and I will chime in and listen, but I'll, I'll this might go fast for you guys just to just to say it out loud. Joel's going to kind of summarize and go through it and I'll try to interact where I can, but otherwise, you know, that's it. Otherwise, you just listen to my dumbass voice. Yeah, and it's a great voice. Yeah. So Far Away Paladin episode 9. Songs of Heroism, bitch. <laughs> gotcha. Say it for you. Gotcha. Come in. Um Okay, so it's me. So you get the names right or no? The Faraway Paladin, uh, it's over now. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> What's his name? Whose name? Main character. Uh, uh, What's his name? Walter? No, it's, it's Will. And what's his friend's name? Uh, Melendor, right? Meneldor. Meneldor. Yeah. I said Melendor. 
Melanoma. Melanor, like a fucking white ass, dumb ass, bitch ass, whole bag. That's me. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's uh, it is. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we learn a little bit through. I can't remember. I just wrote. We learn some history of like kind of like where they're where they're at. Um, this is a narrator or something. Yeah, or? I think it's a narrator. Okay. And so, like the hundred heroes, right, took out the kings and the demons, like 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 the whole thing. So, you know, it was Will. No, 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 not Will. Sorry, blood. it was Blood, Mary, Gus. Right. So that's kind of what that whole like world. So it they have been remembered in like some some sections of the land. Oh, really? We, we okay. find out. So we yeah. find out that they're actually notorious or. Um, Notorious is a bad word. Is negative, right? Right. Oh, so they actually have some fame, right? Sorry, yeah. So I think I think it's actually rep- a conversation like repute? the town, yeah. like when when Will's like, "Hey, we're going to be going to like uh, White Sales is the town that right. they're all right. about to go to." Um, it's the last episode too, I think. Correct. The seventh yeah. episode. Yes. Not, not the seventh and a half. I'm sure they did seven point five. I mean, maybe they alluded to it. Yeah, in they 7. probably 5. did actually, honestly. Um, but so we find out that humans have been banished to the grasslands. So like like so more. I get like that's at least I was kind of confused. It's like, isn't humans? Aren't you guys like right here? Well, Manolo's so, half elf, and they are right. in the grasslands, aren't they? Or they're south yeah. of the grasslands. I think they're south, and I think these are like nomadic tribes, What's right? It? What kind? I said norm, nomadic, right? nomadic, 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 nomadic. What? It's not nor. No, nomadic. I'm thinking like Norway, nor- Norwegian <laughs> tribes, Norwegian <laughs> tribes in a fantasy land. Nor- um, nomadic tribes. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. That was kind of an asshole thing for me to do. No, Go it's on. cool. That's good. Correct me. If no. I'm wrong, correct my shit. If I can't pronounce something, I'm a bitch. It's me. It's, it's not I you. am a bitch, not I'm a bitch. And that's not true. It can be whatever the fuck you want. English. <laughs> Nicky Minjaj. English. <laughs> Nicky Minjaj. Um, so yeah, we find out that I guess more humans are in like the grasslands area, right? That's that's kind of what, what they said. And, the, and we find out that Graceland uh, or Grace, Grace Field. Field. Thank you. Um, Field. Field. Not field. It's not field. I've been running Grace Field. It's just Grace Field. <laughs> like feel my grace. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Grace Field. It wouldn't. It's a bad name regardless. Yeah. yeah it's so. okay. I kind of dig it. I don't think it's horrible. Sure. Whatever. So Grace Field does not have that many followers anymore, but there could be a little bit. There could be some. Maybe. Oh, so she's kind of guiding says. Will towards more of her followers. Yes. So I uh, think I think what we've alluded to, or what they have alluded to, is that. Will is kind of her saving grace in almost kind of like getting people to remember who, what kind of like her as a deity. So um, he really is a missionary. When he really is. Okay. So, so that's really what they're going for. It's like, huh. he is this missionary for this way. Like he actually is the, you know, a paladin of grace feel. It's really yeah. kind of cool. Honestly, it's really cool. I, I mean, cause think about it in like D and D when you have a paladin and they're like, I'm a God or I'm a person of whatever. Like a lot of times, at least within the groups that I've played with. So this isn't everyone. And I'm sure a lot of people are more true to, to the the paladin esque, but like that is a whole paladins thing is you are, uh, you know, and again, let's go back to what was not another D and D podcast where, um, Beverly, right. Yeah. It's like super all in on his God. And when he learns, Something about his God, which we won't spoil here, because go listen to the that epi- podcast. I guess it's great. Um, you know, like that kind of like change shifts in him, and so I, I love, I love that kind of thing. So I think that this is really like he is staying true to I am a paladin for my God. Yeah, right? like he's a holy warrior. Yeah, and it's it's, it's kind of cool because I mean, well, sometimes I wish this wasn't an isekai, 
and it was just like a fantasy anime. Yeah. I mean, know? I'll be real. Guess what? It is. It is. They're not really doing anything. But they've interjected. Isekai. Well, he's a person who's probably 30 in reality. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's, I, that's one of the reasons it. why he's so smart, you know? I guess. I mean, that's true. It's how I feel like he can obtain the amount of knowledge that he's getting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot more. So he's well, just he a lot more knowledgeable and well, a lot more like like quick, I mean, quicker. Like imagine a 15-year-old having to know what he knows and act as mature as he has to, you know? Or even redoing it, right? Right. Like let's say you get to like 25, 30, and then you get to redo it from yeah. a baby and you know everything like, already. He, like like you know all the shit that like people are trying to teach you. Like here's ABCs. It's like no, I know how to do that. Like let's get onto the sentences at right. like that age. Like know? like his benefit is that he has a knowledge base bigger than most people his age. Right. If not all. Taunt. Yeah. Right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um. So they do this really weird thing, which I'm really curious. I was gonna talk with you about. <laughs> it's just so funny that you weren't able to really watch it. But it's so sad. I'm so bummed, dude. This okay. is the, I was looking forward to this one the most. Honestly, it is really cool. So I, 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 I do recommend and... you you doing it, going back and watching it. But um, they go and Will says, "Hey, do you want to go to a like a just like a dungeon and get some loot with me?" <laughs> and I was like, so "What?" And then they're just walking away. He says they don't show it. Yeah. They just show it to Manel. They don't show it. No. Maneldor says, hey, we can split the loot evenly, blah, 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 once we get to this town. That was it. That was all that they did. It was like a transition to have them leave the townsfolk and go and do something to get money to go to White Sail. But they don't show it. it. And I was so confused. I was like, wait, have you guys already done it or what? But guess what? They did because I thought the whole time that that's where they were going. They don't go there. They get to White Sales. I'll have to watch this. it. Then. That's kind of so, frustrating. Yeah, it was, it was pretty frustrating. Uh, and um, the transition is super quick. And I was very confused because they were like, we'll split it. And I was like, split what? You didn't do shit yet. Yeah. <laughs> so then, okay. But then it's just like, yeah, okay. I don't know, man. That's, that's kind of it's a, a bummer. Yeah. This anime Lost doesn't give potential. two. No, no, no. It doesn't. So this yeah. this is what I have to do. We have to change our mindset of what this anime is. Right. It's not a fighting anime. It's, not, it's, it's they drama. Will absolutely. It is a story about. It's drama. Yeah, it's drama. It's a drama. It is not. Yeah. It is not an action. So, um, which is a bummer. I, I uh, you know, we get the opening, fun, fun, fun. Well, I guess the opening happens. That's what it does. They talk about going somewhere. The opening song happens, and then it is them walking back, being like, "Oh, we got money or whatever. We can split the loop." Dumb. Um, but they find two new people while they're wandering around, hmm. and it is a kind of like a preacher guy. They call him a hawker. So I guess, yeah, so this could be a translation error or not, but they spell Hawker, H-A-W-K-E-R, like a hawk, like the actual bird. Um, And then there's a halfling with him. Um, And so then in my mind, I was like, oh, this is like totally like D&D because it's like they literally use the word halfling. And I'm like, okay, so this is definitely because I'm trying to think of any like world like fantasy world and like anime and other places that they use like the words like halfling like dwarves That's are pretty a, well, normal halfling is a very much a western D- dungeons and dragons yeah fantasy and thing, they use you know? that yeah so i yeah. was like that's kind of weird that they just throw that into there or so like, in my mind i'm like know. is this like a D esque like yeah. rpg like world that's you really know? cool honestly kind of fun like it's kind of fun um you know, side note i've had yeah. this urge to play skyrim recently oh, shut the fuck up did you play you put so many hours into that i know it's boring. There's something alluring about that game. No. Like, I would never pay 60 bucks again until I accidentally <laughs> get rid of my... I would never pay 60 bucks Well, I bought again. it digitally, so I'm good. But, like, they keep releasing this thing. You know, so so you, have you heard that the um they remastered it 
and ported it to PS5 and Series X. It's like 50 bucks, 40 bucks. Guess what a remaster does for me? Nothing. Zilch dilch. Because remakes are different, right? Yeah, well, I'm saying a remaster of a game that's on PC that has such a huge Mm. following. All the mods will make it look better than anyone that any of them can do. Guess what? Because people in their parents' basements that aren't... You know, I mean, that's not fair. But I'm just saying people who have a lot of time make those things because they're like they care about the game passion projects even if they work full-time but yeah but even more so like those people are also making quest lines yes they're also making new assets well there was a whole new game i can't remember the name of it i got it on pc Uh, it's it's um invisible world no um yeah, it, it was based on Modern Skyrim. It was Skyrim. like 30 or 40 gigs. It's a real thing. And it was and like they made it yeah. all on their own. It was own storyline. Invisible City? Uh, something like it's something like that. It, it, something but, but they made yeah. their own. It's a whole different like world, but it's just based off of Skyrim. They did everything. It was crazy. Um, and I played a little bit of that. I couldn't get... It's more of a puzzle story. Yeah, I didn't like that. I'm just, yeah. I like puzzles, but like they have to be uh, easy. No. <laughs> Because I'm an idiot. Uh, accessible, I would say. Accessible. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's, no, no. They have to be easy. What does accessible mean with with puzzles? Uh, don't make it super difficult like the dumbass witness game. Or the Jedi Fallen Order. That's my only complaint so far about that game. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so we we see that Maneldor kind of goes, hey, there's those two people. One's called a hawker and one is uh, a halfling. And then a huge ass like ape. Like just comes out of the woods and is like chasing them because they're like screaming. That's I guess why they heard screams. They looked and these yeah. people are running away. Big ape comes out, um, and they're about to be like just absolutely decimated. Like the app, the, the, the app, the ape is grabbing onto like uh, the hawker has like this kind of like backpack that's like a wooden backpack. Oh, like like Tanjiro wooden yeah, backpack. Well, mm, kind of. So I'll just I'll just say it. This hawker, what is his thing? He hawks stuff. He throws stuff. Nope. He sells stuff? Yes. He is a salesman, and they call him a hawker, and they spell it hawker with E-R. So that's why I'm saying, we'll, we'll I think it's a W-K-E? Yeah, it's H-A-W-K-E-R. Hawker will have an E-R, obviously, but yeah, yeah. W-K-E. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's like the bird. And I'm like, is I don't know, because I didn't look it up. Is that how it's pronounced or spelled in the regular I mean, I, no, I, when you Maybe. hawk something, it's different than... That's what I thought. I thought it was H O C K, but that's what I thought. So again, 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 it's just translation error, maybe, or or like like you know whatever. It's just a, I mean, or maybe it has double meaning. I will. Maybe. I will. I assume, was waiting for a bird. I was waiting for a bird. There's no bird. <laughs> I was. I will assume that this guy is that the show is being genuine with the name, and the bird will come into play somehow. I would love that. But it probably is not. No. Um, so we find, uh, you know, so Will jumps in to save uh, this because, you know, these people are about to get hurt. And so he jumps in front. Uh, the ape is going to attack the halfling because the halfling started to make more noise once, you know, the hawker kind of gets in trouble. Um, and Will stands in front of her and just looks this ape in the eyes. And he remembers Will. I mean, Will, God damn it. He remembers Gus tell him. That a lot of wild animals like to, to like be the top of the food chain. Like if once you break eye contact, then they'll attack. And so he kind of just stares down this ape, and the ape goes, All right, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." <laughs> <laughs> he okay. just leave. He just dips. Yeah, okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it's this whole thing where you know Maneldor comes out and says, "Yeah, like this has been happening this entire time. Like we haven't been attacked by beasts." almost his entire trip 
because everyone's really afraid of Will. And and because he's so powerful, right? Because he's a step above everyone else. Yeah, some, and so and he was so trained by like, Blood Whoa. Mary, right? Exactly, and Gus <laughs> and Gus. Well, I think too, like that's what they're realizing is is uh, his mentors are better than because it's else's. called like the Beast of like like that area. The Apis? Oh, the Beast the, Woods. The, the Beast Woods. Yeah. Right, and so that's why Minelda's like, I'm a hunter here. There's tons of beasts. And Will's surprised. Like, he's like, wait, there's like lots of beasts here. I thought it was kind of just a name. They're like, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh. So he didn't even realize that he because just his all aura him? himself is, yeah. Oh, wow. I, is love, a, I love that world detail. So, yeah. So it's cool. They just kind of throw that in there when they're introducing each other. Yeah. Um, so we meet um, Robina Goodfellow. R O B I N A. I love that. Robina is a great name. Yeah. Goodfellow. Um, great last name. And she too. is a, they say, a, um, I'm going to fuck this word up. And this is, I think, an English I word. A troubadour. A troubadour. Yeah. Troubadour. Uh, a wandering priest. Yeah. Yeah. So she Healer? sings, dances, goes yeah. where the wind takes her, is what she says. Okay. So and then she points over to the guy and says, This dork's name is Antonio. And he's a hawker. <laughs> they literally say, This dork, like she calls him a dork. And she's like, He doesn't have any friends. And I went with him because, like, he was all alone. Like, you know, that was That's like the hilarious, whole thing. Yeah. dude. I love that. So, so I was crying laughing, dude. It was uh, good. Trabador. The only reason I know that word is because of Trab Fire Emblem. It's Churro Trub. Trabador. T R A U D B T R Trabador. O U B A D O. Yeah. So, sorry, that's, that's Trabador. correct. Trabador. Yeah. That is a class in Fire Emblem, but not in the current one. Only in the um the Game Boy Advance ones, I believe, and maybe the DS, 3DS ones. But Trabadors were basically a cleric or a priest mm -hmm. on a horse. Okay. And so they were mounted healers. So I will say this. At least for the sake of this world, she doesn't talk about anything about her being uh, a healer, a healer or anything like that. So she's it's more so a, she's a bard. I would call her a, a bard wandering. in D D. Is it a wandering bard or is it like a well, definitely a wandering bard? Right, she, her whole thing is uh, I get taken where the wind takes me. Okay, so yeah, okay, so, so, so still but, wandering. Okay, yeah. So she she sings and dances. One other source of contention that I felt like you would say, but you didn't watch it was Couldn't. they get to a little tiny city. And they start doing this thing where Robina is like, hey, like she, super huge personality. She goes out, starts singing to people and playing a fiddle. They don't animate her moving the fiddle at all. Oh. It's just her singing and holding this fiddle to her head to like, you know, and like you hear the it. strings huh? or the sorry, and you hear you all hear the all. stuff, but she's not moving it. And I'm like, and I'm like, so she's doing this. Yeah. She's yes. Hand still and singing. And that's it. And you're like, wait, what the hell? Dude. Yeah, I was like, dude, how hard is it, it would, just to go no, like this? No, because it wouldn't be the first time the show is skimped on animation, so I'm not worried about it. I, I mean, know. I, I know, I know, you're right. I would be mad about it. I'd be, I'd be used to it. It's, it's part of the course of this show. Uh, outside of that first episode, man, they have not given a shit about animation. Yeah, that's maybe fair. here and there on the, on the, the fight with the, the bad god, whatever his name is. I can't remember, but yeah, I've already forgotten, it. right? But, uh, but like, really, not too much. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's, I hate it. I hate it too. It is bad. You're yeah. right. You're I mean, honestly, right. this is the reason why this won't get more is mm -hmm. because the way the I mean, again, and it could have been the budget they were given. Yeah, it might not even be their fault at all. Like they're like, we hit this budget on all these things, and this is kind of like they're gonna like you know the small things are gonna fall through the cracks because if big things fall through the cracks, like if they animated that, but then like some other shit was like um, horrible, you're like, eh, you know. So. I mean, so like, in my opinion, this is the thing I always come back to, is One Punch Man didn't have a big a big budget. It didn't. The first season it did didn't not? didn't have a big budget. 
Nope. It was like one of the best animations exactly. of all time. They put all of their budget towards animation and then put something else towards something else. You know, what does that mean? They didn't. They what the, else the is budget, left? Uh, voice I, that's acting, not fair. Yeah, uh, paneling, anything. For, I don't know. Tons of stuff for. I don't know the intricacies of animation. Yeah, me neither. What we I do know learn. is that One Punch Man's budget wasn't some insanely high budget. Yeah, it was a pretty standard budget for a thirteen core season yeah if so, anyone knows of any documentaries or anything about like what goes into like the animation well, process an anime i'd love it. to know there's an anime about animating wait what oh yeah. is that the the one with the b i can't remember the name of it uh, i don't know but there's don't mess with isaacan which is about okay. uh don't mess with isaaco isaacan that's about animation and then there's another one that's about an animation studio mm. and the characters in it and i'll find it for you because I okay. started watching it and I fell off it because I was like, ah, this is not the right time for me to watch this. Yeah, I'll watch a different time. But it's it's like an insight to a drama inside of, of a drama inside an animation studio. That's kind of cool. And it's got a full storyline. It's not I all about it. animating, but it's right. like, that's their job. But that's it's their job. People's jobs are. Yeah, these, so. I still like an actual documentary though. So if anyone knows yes. anything, let me know. Yeah, just to dismiss what I said, an actual documentary would still be good. <laughs> I would. I do like that. I think I have yeah. literally. Uh, a manga of that okay because i bought oh cool okay. i bought like four random ones uh one to do them. for the months of of zeke when he you know was hitting like a year old so gotcha. I was and one of them was the the one i know it's a manga studio i don't know if it's like a if it's a animated as in like anime studio but i sure. know it's for sure a manga one sure. but um i just wanted yeah. to say real quick that skyrim for, mod that got turned into a game is called the forgotten city that's what it is yeah and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. very well received yeah. right now people oh, people love, love it, it. Yeah, so I'm. It's, it's on Switch too, which I might buy on. Switch. Whoa, they put it on Switch. They did. What's, you know what's insane is that they can. They aren't from the game. They just random people. No, no, there were there were people that made the mod on their own. Yeah, and then they were. It was received well, and I mean that. Well, how can you sell it? Enough credit, credit how for can this. you sell that? It's well, not your shit. So Bethesda doesn't get enough credit for this, but they're very mod friendly. Yeah, and they I know re- that they, they are. really encourage people to mod their games. Yeah, oh yeah. And I could totally find see a situation before they were bought by. Microsoft. Yeah. Now that there aren't. Now that they are, it's gonna be kind of rough, I think. But I think so too. In terms of modding, I mean, not in terms of overall. But well, I think modding will be fine, but I think this kind of well, modding Xbox won't. is mod friendly, but Bethesda was mod friendly. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. And so I think they oh, would I probably, know. They got some good ones for probably, Fallout and all that shit. They, they do very, very well. It's because it makes their game better because their games are garbage half the time. <laughs> so that's why they just put out <laughs> broken games. So like the community will fix Fallout it. Fallout 4 was a piece of shit. Fallout 76 was obviously a piece of shit. Yeah. Skyrim's barely not a piece of shit. It's got its own lore and magic to it. Yeah. But come on, that game is creaking. The, only, the biggest thing I've always hated about those games is that you can't kill everyone. No, like, you can't. What the fuck? You can like, kill a lot of people, though. Most of them. Yeah, but can. you should be able to kill everyone. I want the game to get broken. So do I. Can't, I think, or like, you know, I, like you have a main storyline, yeah. you're trying to beat the game, and you, you kill that guy. Dude, like here, then, here's, then restart the game or restart your last le- like load. There's a game you know? for that. It's called Dark Souls, but also, <laughs> yes. Uh, but I think the vast majority of people don't want that, really? and I think I'm with you. I'm in the vocal minority that would want that. Yeah, there's but mods. I don't think there's mods a, for it. But I don't think it's a common opinion. And you know, same with killing kids, right? You don't can't kill. Kids well, I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't do that. But I don't. You know, want there to might kill be a mod, anyone. but yeah. Well, I guess How that's you, true. Buddy? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I just got. I'm so sorry. So, but Forgotten yeah, City. You're right. That was all I wanted to say. Yeah, and we just we can stop deviating. My bad. It's all good. So we said um, we get through this episode fast, and now we're going through it. Slow. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> um. So yeah. So we pretty much um find out that Will and um and Eldor are going to kind of travel with these guys. Um, and for what are their exchange. Names? Uh, so Antonio and uh, Robina. Robina. Or Robina. Or, yeah, Robina. I'm just called a good. Antonio the, the dumb hawker and Robina yeah. the 
The um, wandering bard, let's just call her that. The it Trubador, Trubador, but right? yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to sum it up actually pretty quickly. So they tra- the, the idea is they're going to go... Antonio is from White Sails, and he's actually a... Um, like kind of like he says like that's like where he's from and and you know it's it I feel like they allude to something of like he wears like white clothes like he almost looks like a priest I don't think that he is maybe he is a hawker yeah okay but like he is he's dressed very like like it's like long white robes with like blue trimming that's that's what it is oh I know and a gold so necklace using the 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 color white for holy you're saying yeah also. well yeah but also just uh, honestly like no one else I've seen wears that robes. Kind of, so it's cultural almost. Yeah. Think, or social. Could be social. Yeah, could right. be so. We haven't seen Y Sales yet, so I don't know. So like, so we're about to go to Y Sales at the very end of the show. Okay, or whatever, so you but, don't see it in the show. Yeah, episode. you don't see it in the show. Okay. Um, so pretty much what we see is that Maneldor uh, kind of says, hey, we'll be your bodyguards since they had other bodyguards that fled with the ape. Sure. And um, they want compensation for... It's almost this weird thing where it's like, hey, like we want to buy... They say horses and cows. I don't know why. But, um, you know, Antonio's like, I, I know a guy. I can get you good prices. And they're like, okay, cool. So, and that, and that was like good enough to like you know, go. Okay. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I, I, don't, I don't really know. Because Will doesn't school. have money. Yeah. Well, they supposedly just got all this fucking loot from whatever. Yeah, exactly. So I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so the, the, that's what their whole thing is. Um, and maybe the cattle and cow horses are for like the city or like the town they just came from. I think that might be what it what it is for. I don't know. Um, so we get to a random city and Robina is singing and the hawker just starts like selling stuff. And Will notices that they work really well together and like she's singing, making everyone happy and people are buying. But then Antonio asks Will, he's like, hey, could you actually do me a favor? And that favor is healing people in the city. Um, and when people are like, do we owe you anything for healing? Like a little kid gets her arm, has a cut on it and he heals it. And the mom is like, do we owe you anything? I'll pay whatever. And he's like, no, like this is like, you know, he's doing his whole missionary thing. He's like, but if you want to, you know, buy something from, you know, him, then you totally can. But you know, the healing is free. You don't have to do that. And so then they obviously feel somewhat of an obligation Obligation. to buy. And so... There's this whole thing mm-hmm. where where they they do this and they say they do this in multiple cities. We only see one, so there's another. Do they do of, it in White Sail? Well, I don't know. We, no, we, we what, okay. literally the last. The but last they literally thing give us an overview of it and say it happened in multiple cities. Yeah. So like, Will knowingly was part of this. Yep. Oh, okay. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, Is it I, seem I might scummy? be. So no 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 it's not scummy. Okay. Yeah yeah it doesn't seem scummy. So it seem like capitalism. It yeah it does seem like that. Um, <laughs> but like it does not seem super scummy. Okay. Because uh, Will is very upfront of it doesn't you know owe anything like if you like like this guy like if you like Antonio's trinkets like he has like fun things to buy. Um, but he almost has his own booth right. So okay. his booth is like if you need healing. I, I can heal. I can heal you. It's like for minor stuff and like stuff like that. So he's doing all of these like healings, and then Antonio's kind of set up next to him, being like, you know, these trinkets would look good on you. So they're just like almost like working together, right? But then like Will needs money too, right? Like everyone needs money. Like this whole world, like the whole Gus's whole thing, right? Everyone is money. Money matters. Yeah. So they're doing this kind of stuff going through, and then. They say they do this in multiple towns, and they get to this. Uh, they're right before they get to Y Sales. They need to take a night's rest, and 
they sit in this like I don't know why they make it very important, but Will as narrator is saying, you know, it all was going good until we hit this white like like this wheat field. And so there's this huge wheat field with this abandoned building and they go into the abandoned building and they start making food and Robina is just super, super happy and thankful and she goes and starts singing a song. Uh, or she says, hey, do you want me to sing you a song about like the the 100-year-old heroes or whatever? And uh, and like, you know, Will's like, yeah, because that's, again, it's, about his yeah. parents. Yeah. It's about Gus. Or, yeah, Will. I mean, God, I keep saying Will, but blood. Gus, blood, Mary. Mary. And uh, so she sings a song. And they do, instead of singing like the whole song, they do actually like a flashback, which is kind of cool. I like that of, mm. of, of Gus and Mary, um, blood. like, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're just saying Gus Mary first. Gus Mary. Okay. Well, no, no, it is blood. Sorry. It is blood and Mary first talking and then Gus kind of comes in and it's the idea of this song is about this, uh, city who is destroyed by uh, a wyvern. You know, oh, a dragon, basically, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, cool. a big ass dragon, and they were gonna sacrifice this elf girl to it to appease it, and the brother, uh, or they don't really supposed to fly, but I'm assuming it's the brothers, the brother, or maybe like a, a love interest, um, says, "Hey, I need you guys to save my sister or whatever." He doesn't necessarily say again what it is, but he offers like a few gold coins, and you know, blood is very much like that's not gonna, that's not enough. You know, to save it, and he digs out more money, which is not again still nothing. So it doesn't and then paint blood well. Gus takes it and goes, "This is fine payment. Look how it shines." And you know, it's like nothing. Oh, and wow. so it's a bad look the, of them, huh? It looks bad on them, huh? No, 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 no. Because blood is being like he is the the idea is I think that he is this hard headed like let's not do anything we don't need to and okay, to okay. danger ourselves and both mary and gus are like we're gonna go and help and then blood says i'm gonna help you because you're brave that you came here and like you know so the whole idea okay. is like he's like putting on this front but then they go and they rescue this person and what they ended up doing after they just absolutely destroyed this dragon is they say what are you guys gonna it? do oh yeah cool. so that part was cool okay that part was sick um i mean it's pretty quick but it's, it's sure. cool um they give so gus i mean not gus sorry um blood blood gives this kid and like a like a really powerful dagger gus etched into it like you know he's like if you're going to protect her you need like your own weapon so he gives it to her and then mary gives them gold that is way more than what they gave them to even rescue her and oh, said wow. hey and what they say this is the craziest shit so this definitely will go into the next weeks where these they say this is not they're like this is more than what we gave you like we can't accept this and they said this isn't and Gus says this is an investment like you guys need to go and make names for yourself and when we hear about you we will come and collect what you owe us plus interest hmm. and they are still alive because it's an elf lady and so we find out so Will starts to cry and then he asks about her them. And they say this; these people made this huge name for themselves, like arms dealers or like some some major thing sure. in White Sale, I think. And the elf lady still waits every day in the in the garden for someone that knows the real name of Gus, because Gus tells them his real name because no one ever knew it. And he says, "When someone when we come or oh. someone says it, then you give and it." And Gus them. is his real name, huh? 
And Gus is his real name. Because Gus is and the name so of the player, Will, huh? Will has this realization, bro. It was so beautiful. It was this is the best part. Of it. Will has this realization that when Gus like was like giving him like all this stuff, like that he included this in his mind. Like Gus knew about this promise. Yeah. And so it was like the it is it was weird Gus how set he, him up. Yeah, mm-hmm. to do, set him up to get here. to get here. So I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, so nice, nice play, super nice play. Um, and so right this. before the end, we get Antonio. So we get uh, Will practicing his sword in the morning, and Antonio comes out and says, "Hey, do you mind if uh, we just have a quick chat?" And I, I'll be real. I thought Antonio, he still could be. I thought Antonio was going to be a bad guy. The vibe that he has is still a little bit bad sketch. boy. Yeah. Um, not even sketch. It's just almost too good to be true. Like a setup for you know? too, yeah, it's too like good it's to a setup to be like we get to like like he almost feels like um like an archbishop of like a different god and he's like, gonna fight like him. Kabuto you know I mean? from Naruto when you first meet him in the in the village. Yeah, he's helping out Naruto and Sasuke, but yeah. it ends up being yeah one of the main villains exactly the first part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess the whole series, but I guess. But so I'm yeah yeah, yeah. so so. Christ. I uh beer burps. What? Or beer burps? Beer burps. Yeah, me too. Beer burps. Um, so he asks him, What do you want? He's like, I'm a salesperson and I the whole my whole thing is getting a read on people, figuring out what they want, and being able to sell it to them. And he can't figure well out. And he, he just cannot figure well out. And he says, Everything you do, you do out of like a selfless heart, and like, you know, you don't seem like you need money because you have it. He's like, you don't seem like you need power because you have it. He's like, you don't need anything. He's like, so what do you actually want? What is the, are you doing this legitimately out of the goodness of your heart? Are you that devout or what's going on? Hmm. And Will kind of does go a little bit into like, yes, like, you know, like Grace Field is, is my God or whatever. And like, I am like, she's helped me so much and ABCD. So like, like I am devout. But he really does. I think it puts him into going like, I don't know what I want, you know. And he really says like, he's like, I don't really know. Like, I, I'm really new to this world, so he's like, I just want to know more about it. I want to know more about the world. And one of the coolest things that I thought was like really like heartfelt was he's like, I just want friends. That's and, what, that's and, what um, Antonio said. Uh, that's what uh, Will said. That's what Will says. Oh, okay. He's like, I just want friends. And then Antonio says like, Well, Maneldor is a friend, like, isn't he? She's like, He's like, Well, you know. I consider him a friend, but I don't know if he would consider me that. He just keeps calling me priest. And, um, you know, so he says at the very end, he says, that's what I want. I want more friends. And Antonio says, well, how about I be your third friend? And third friend. And and, and Will goes, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I think Maneldor and Robina would be angry if I tried to be first. (laughs) And they have this like whole thing where they're, Hanging out and drinking and laughing together, and even Maneldor and Aww. him have a little moment, like in that, like don't like, betray thing. us. Yeah, I know exactly. So they do that; they have a good moment, and then they go walking down the road a little bit longer. And then Robina tells uh, Will, "Like, look, look, you know, you have to see this with your own eyes if you've never seen this." And they brush across like this, you know, the wheat field, and they look upon this city, and it's a bustling city of humans and people doing things and will says your hard work talking about you know his three parents and grand i guess two parents and grandparents but uh you know paid off 
like you know like you help you saved people like and this is like the proof that you've saved people that it's a white sale was founded by those people right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. interesting yeah cool so it was really cool really heartfelt again great episode it was kind of quick there were definitely some things i didn't love about it like animate more fights you won't that's fine animate more period because even the talking (laughs) looks shit yeah you know what's funny though Again, this is I would be watching and we can maybe do a quick, quick talk about it next week. But they do animate the violin the second time when oh, she's singing about blood and all that stuff. God. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Just re- you were used like, at that so, point. Jeez. So like, like I was like, dude, was it a mistake? I don't know. Yeah, I will but, say the soundtrack for this show is, was on point last time. I'm, yeah, it was great. It was okay. good this this week too. And okay. again, the story was great. It, may, it gave me all the feels for Blood Mary Gus because um, we got to see them act again. Yeah. It was super cool. Cool. I love it. Well, good do- job. Thanks for uh, hosting this one for me. Hell yeah, I do. You're We're welcome. Sorry if I rambled and say like a lot. We had a great I time. re-listened to a lot of my episodes, and I, I know I say that a lot, so I'll, I say, I'll, I'll um, work on it. <laughs> I say whatever or like so, like that Is a lot. Like, so, uh, like, like, like. Like I say so or whatever a lot, so don't worry. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I do want to. I want to get better. No. As a podcaster, I want to get better at yeah. not doing No, that. that's fair. That's fair. You know? But yeah. I have to probably either take a class or figure something out yeah. for that you know, kind of shit. Well, there's another way to get better. You know what it is? What is it? Talk about Demon Slayer season two, episode one. Oh shit. You right. Motherfucker. Demon Slayer season two, episode one. What's it called? Sound Hashira Tenjin Uzu. Uzui. Uzui. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so this is uh, the one hour, sp- uh, sp- well, the two episode special of Demon Slayer season two, episode one. Uh, and it kind of starts off pretty much right where um, the movie left off. Now, I will be completely honest. Joel and I are continuing our perspective of this from the movie, not from the six-episode um, inter... The thing they did to kind of do episodic versions of the movie. So we're just continuing up the movies and what they put on and not the those six episodes. But from what I understand, they're largely part the same. There might be some extra stuff here and there. but um, So this episode starts off with kind of Tanjiro remembering from what i think uh akaza and rengoku fighting like it feels very flashbacky although it never gets to that flashbacky like description you know of like saying this is times remembering it it just shows it in like a way where the voices are a little more reverby and you just kind of see the main big points uh and what this does go from there after after showing this is kind of the sadness and despair that this death has brought to Tanjiro and Inosuke and Zenitsu. Dude. Because <laughs> um, really our first scene is the morning. It's the morning after the trains right. crashed, right? right. Uh, and, and, and Tanjiro is incredibly depressed. Inosuke is sad. Uh, and I feel like Inosuke is like... I, I forgot to that be he, he threw... Well, he has his swords like in the ground. He crossed, yeah. He and was like walking away. And I was like, wait, did, did he... Is that like him just being like, I'm done? Because I honestly, I'll be real. We both have read this. Yeah, and I, um, I want to do a preface and just say real quick. I'm going to try what? and act like I haven't Me read too. it as much as I can. Me too, yeah. And I'm sorry if what I sound like is spoilery sometimes. But like, wait, you're going to talk like you have read it? Haven't. Yeah. I'm going to try and That's act like I haven't read Because I've read the whole thing and yeah. so is Joel. We're going we're gonna to say it like we're like, oops, we're surprised by this. And I'll be real with you. I will be surprised at some stuff because there are certain parts. guess what? I only really remember the very end. 
<laughs> like, like I, I remember some fights, I, but I honestly don't really remember like all that was said and even like the emotions from them and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, so I, I want to be as non spoily for anything that's not from what this episode is right. as we can. Right. For we'll, we'll do our best. We'll do our yeah. best. For other stuff, I'm like, eh, you know what I mean? Like we get, we'll figure it out. We are an anime like, podcast. We're not going to use the words infinity fortress anymore. <laughs> okay. But for demons, <laughs> for, for demon slayer, for sure. Demon slayer is a huge one to me. And it, it, it'd be like, this is not a good example. Uh, well, maybe it will be when we do chainsaw man. I've read all of that. For sure, that's going to be on our list next year when we're doing it because, like, it's Mappa's doing it. Like, it's a fucking huge anime. So, I'm going to act. And you read it and loved it. And I read it and I loved it. I'm going to act like I don't know what's going on, mainly because that's not it's not fair. I think to like you know spoil people on, on that kind of shit. So, we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll go as we go. And and I, and I you know, I, guys, I'll I'll cut anything <laughs> if we if we slip up. But yeah. you know, yeah, I think I think we'll be good because I ultimately we're just talking about what's happening now and we'll figure it out so everything you want to say um also i love you guys thanks cool. for supporting okay. us well, moving on <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, um, we hit like more we hit like uh i think it's like 110 subscribers we? now yeah, we got 1500 plus plays we had hey, guys i this is crazy this is in the middle so i'm so sorry we had 81 listeners this week oh man that's fucking in the or i think it was in the last two weeks that's crazy man you guys dark souls hit almost 200 listens by the way dark souls dark souls two oh. or three. Oh, dark souls three hit 200 dark souls two no i love it dark souls two and one are like 145 people I'm, loved those i'm kind of happy about that yeah yeah. yeah 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 i wish i'd known that we would have said thank you earlier but this yeah. is also really good I, this is a good little like a uh, serotonin boost in the middle of the show a little serotonin boost yeah Fudge just, just let it. you know just or us know that you know we're doing it right people purple 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 in, <laughs> purple 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 uh are enjoying it yeah cool that's great cool so thank you guys we we appreciate it and we love you um so we'll we'll get onto that demon slayer right now for your wet whistles yeah this this intro's quick honestly uh it's everyone kind of mourning uh rengoku's death right it shows our our first important our most important characters first did you you Um, you didn't but guess what what i wrote down fire guy and i wrote down main character in the very beginning because i forgot his name (laughs) Fire guy, while well, you started the fire. Yo, <laughs> you know it's crazy. That song was literally in my head all day yesterday. Me too. Because yeah. I watched the episode yesterday, though. Really? Oh, yeah. wait. How do you watch? I it? literally subscribed to Peacock for it. Mm. Peacock is the only place you can watch. You it now. should share. Maybe I'm pretty sure I can if you want it. Because it's there's. I honestly don't know if they have a big thing with that. So I didn't we'll say that, I didn't say that on air. But yeah. Bye. Uh, so so uh, it's everyone morning, and then we go to another scene of. A an estate maybe yeah. in um in a district that we don't really get a name to yet or if we have I don't nope. know if in the, no because we get to the library library that's not happening yet so no no and then we also get a quick vision of the leader of the Hashira whose name I always forget um but the guy has half I call his, him boss man half his face burned that guy um ever so so the other one the i didn't laugh because so, of that i'm so sorry but i, I laugh because <laughs> you licked the mic and it tasted awful no, no 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 i know i did laugh because of what you said i want to be clear that i'm not making fun of him for having half his face burned. oh oh no. i just that's laughed 
It is funny. No, I just laughed because you're like, uh, I was like, boss man. You're like, yeah, the guy would have his face burned. And then I laughed. I okay. I'm okay. sorry. Sorry. I meant to also say for the estate, uh, we see the estate. A crow goes and tells someone from far away. We can't really tell, but we all know who it is. Well, Joel and I know who it is. Uh, so the, a crow goes and tells someone. That person kind of falls down and collapses a little bit. And then we get a crow telling uh, the leader of the Hashira or the demon corpse about Rengoku's death. But the cool thing about this is that he also so he also makes a point and says, "Oh, Tanjiro said that." Yeah. And it and it flashes back to when Tanjiro was yelling at at Akaza as Akaza was running away after having killed uh, Rengoku. Akaza runs away into the forest because the sun's coming out. Yeah. And Tanjiro screams at him, "You're a coward. Why are you running away? Yeah. You guys, we always fight you on your terms. Always yeah. in the dark. You guys have an advantage and you're running away, you coward." Yeah. And it seems like the leader. It's not of the, verbatim, but you did a good job. Well, it's that. It's essentially that's the concept. That's one hundred percent the concept. Um, I yeah, I couldn't do it for verbatim, but How dare but you? uh, but it seems to me, it seems like that the leader of the Hashira is proud of yeah. Tanjiro for. Well, I mean, he sees that. possible, probably uh, a Hashira potential. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, in case anyone forgot, we kind of find out that uh, the Demon Slayers. Are kind of getting their ass kicked. It feels like it uh, feels it, like there's not as many any or or not good quality, not as you good didn't quality know, is coming into yeah, them. If you didn't know before this episode, after Muzin kind of sh- shits on Akaza, you definitely know it now. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah, and we'll get to that next. We'll get to that. Um. So then we get our intro, and we got a kind of an intro song, but definitely not the intro song because it's not any kind of band; it's a kind of orchestration. I know. I said interesting intro. I wonder if this is it, but it, I don't it's, think it is. Yeah, I think. I, I think. I, I, I said I, it seems like a movie intro. It's, it's, like that's what it felt exactly. like. Right? It felt you know? like they were composing so. for the scene. Yeah. And it's an intro of a boy walking, a very well composed boy walking mm-hmm. into a library, getting a book and leaving, walking all the way home into a house. I didn't think it was weird. No one stopped him. No one stopped him. But whatever. Walked into a house and then it, he goes into his room and then it flashes to who are probably his parents. Yeah. Um, talking about how, how proud of. Yeah. Yeah. They're super proud of him. They're like, he's a very well behaved boy. Yeah. And then we get. He's our, adopted, by the way, though. They say it, they do they say would, adopted. adopted. Yes. Yeah. Because and then he has a rare skin condition and he can't go outside. <laughs> yeah. And which, I was like, Wait which a everyone's like, and I, even I was like, this is this is what I think it is. Right. Like, this is this. Right. I don't. Remember this part, and then they go. Can't go outside. Like, oh yeah, that's definitely who that is. Okay, I know that it is. You know, um, and so we get our. It's a vampire. The, uh, <laughs> the credits. Yeah, the credits end, uh, and then we go to the boy who's reading in his room, and then his window, which is on the second floor, his window opens up. His window door. Yeah. And Akaza's there bowing, and as soon as you see Akaza bowing, you definitely know this is Muzan. Mrs. Muzan, the main protagonist of Demon Hunter, Demon Hunter, Demon Slayer, <laughs> Demon Hunter, dude. <laughs> I know <laughs> the fucking Christian man, metal I, band. I jammed him out yesterday. That's why I said Demon. Yo, that's what's up. It. Honestly, I haven't listened to them since high school. Uh, I bet too. they're dope. Uh, they're they're butt rocky as hell. Well, no, even like back it. in the day. Yeah, the the vocalist is super butt rocky. Huh? That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's been a long time. I haven't listened to them again since I was sixteen. So yeah. Um, Oof, that's a long time. So so we uh Yeah, we, he's he's hanging out with Muzin. Akaza's kind of reporting to him and Akaza yeah. says, Hey, I couldn't find the blue uh spider lily. Which yeah. again no one else we know about, but I damn it, I didn't mean to even Why say, you gotta that. say that. So uh <laughs> You don't need to say that. They haven't said anything about this in the show except for this introduction yeah, right of now. saying blue spider lily right now. What is now. this flower? We don't know. No, we don't know. Fuck. What is this wisteria looking mother effer? It's a, it's a spider lily. It's blue because yep. they show it in the yep. anime as being blue. Um, and then he also reports, but I did kill a Hashira, so you have nothing to worry about. 
uh, which is such a bad phraseology, yeah. especially knowing like I mean, if you knew who Muzum was your that if you knew who Muzum was, name's your boss. I still wouldn't say that, even if I was Upper Moon. Well, I mean, that's like the crazy part is we just watched Muzum like absolutely annihilate. Like again, season. Well, no, I mean, even the beginning of the movie. He, they reiterate, he absolutely kills every single one of the, uh, what is it, lower moons because they're just, they're just not that good, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Right. Like, didn't Tanjiro kill one? Tanjiro kills a lower moon. That's the train. Tanjiro kills the train. Okay. You're right. Lower moon. He doesn't kill. So, wait, wait. Those uh, demons with like the kickball, they weren't anything? Remember? The arrow and the girl. Yeah. No, those were just they're just regular demons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. He, I think I Muzum forgot. Would just send I them forgot to... if they were like anything. I yeah. thought they were like maybe like the worst, easiest people. That's, that's one of those plot device things that you look back on. You're like, oh, like Muzan shouldn't have sent the weakest of the weakest to kill attack. Well, I mean, like but... he's probably testing their power, his their power. Because again, would you send I'm... like literally an upper moon to go kill some fucking kid? If it was the girl that, if it was the lady that was a demon but was still human, probably. I guess maybe. I don't or, know. But like, still, I mean, you got to think when when people are in power that they you know they cocky, they yeah. cocky. But with, with how with how Muzin views upper moons and how we views lower moons, especially, I would assume he would have sent a lower. It's one of those things where I just feel like that's a a bit of a way for a shonen to ramp up. Not cocky. More of a, it just felt like a, a shonen ramp, not like an actual part of the story. But doesn't matter. Yeah, we're way past that. That's season one, like when the first time season episodes. one. Yeah. So. Um, where we are now is Okaza reporting to Muzan. Right. Um, Okaza reports that. He says, I didn't find anything about this thing you asked me to find out about. And also, I killed a Hashira. Right. And Muzan's like, you misinterpret me. Yeah. I couldn't give a shit about you killing one Hashira. Well, before he does that, he does that thing where he like, force pushes And then him. he does... I wrote force push. He, I guess he like points a finger at him. It is an insane amount of pressure that yeah. overcomes Akaza, and Akaza even starts bleeding from his mouth. Right. Like, he is overwhelming... Akaza by looking at him, right? And he says, No, you've done, you killed one Hashira. What is that? That's nothing to yeah. me. Like, what have, you, what have you done? Yeah. And he says, he, that, Why did you not kill the three other the three guys? Got yeah. away. Like, why aren't they dead? You yeah. know? Uh, and so he's very aggressive with Akaza and disappointed with him. Uh, and then he sends Akaza away. And it's like, it's just like a Akaza, you're useless. Yeah. And it's like, dude. I can't say anything because I'm trying to spoil anything. But Akaza yeah. is powerful. Akaza right. is Upper Moon three. Yeah. Well, and we know that he's Upper Moon three. He just he tra- literally killed. I mean, that's like a thing. He just trashed he one just, of the Hashiras. Well, he trashed. I, mean, I guess he trashed him. Yeah, you're right. Akaza couldn't get a headshot on him. He tried, couldn't. Yeah. The only time that was he was really in risk is when Akaza got too confident and punched a hole through him. And yeah. even then, Akaza probably was still thinking, "I kind of want to get this guy to be a demon." You know, right. got to become a demon with me. You know, right? So yeah. I, I mean, you know. I mean, he would have been a dope ass demon. Mm-hmm. I'm sure his blood shit would have been dope as fuck. Yeah, his blood demon art. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, I don't know. Oh, uh, you man. know, it'd be cool if someone made all of the ha- Hashira like demons and then did like their blood art. That'd like be kinda, I, yeah, like say. they became a demon. So they look yeah. like yeah, that'd like be cool. I, that what I said that one I'm time. Sure th- did you send me that? Well, there's a guy on YouTube that does, oh damn, like, sure draws. That, yeah. Uh, all bleach characters as um like a spada or whatever. Uh no, well yeah, or a spada or it's like all Naruto, all the Kotsky members from Naruto as a spada. Mm, you know? So it's like or cool. all the One Piece members twenty years in the future, thirty years yeah. in the future. It's super cool. I love that. I yeah. love when people like, good have point. talent and are able to do that kind of it's, shit and you're like, Oh yeah, it's definitely believable of like it's what a it good side like. of fanfic. 
Totally. So, totally. Uh, so then Muzan sends Akaza away. Akaza leaves very pissed off. Yeah. And then it shows Akaza in the woods. Uh, and then he has a Tanjiro's sword apparently still. Yep. So he 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 uh he uh throws Tanjiro's sword into a tree and then just destroys it. Just yep. breaks Tanjiro's sword. Obliterates it, punches the shit out of it. Yeah, which is And he vows vengeance that, on Tanjiro. It surprised it took that many hits, but then I realized these swords are not. They are swords. meant they're, to kill They're Nichiren yeah. swords, so I bet you they are hard to break for <laughs> yeah, a Yeah, as we find of, out in a second. Right, right. Yes. I love that. I love the communication with those guys. Uh, the blacksmith? Yeah. You're very good. Yes. Uh, so our next scene is transitioning to the butterfly estate, yes. uh, which I can't remember if that's the butterfly mansion. Is that what they actually call it? I think they call it the butterfly mansion. It's, it's, it is um, Butterball. Holy da- fudge. Sh- Shinobu? Butter. Shinobu is, is Shinobu the girl or is Shinobu the Hashira? Kanal. Kanal is the girl, but I can't remember. Whatever I can't remember. Um, You're looking for for listeners, which is all everyone right now because we don't do video at the second. But I just gave Luke like a face eye. of like, oh fuck, yeah. I don't know. So I'm <laughs> and, and and I do recognize that yes, I'm the one that's usually good with names, and I even I can't. Yeah, I need either, to, so. I need to be better. Um, but she is not my favorite Hashira in the first place, so of course I don't pay attention to her. Yeah, but it's the one with, that has the thin sword because mm-hmm. she has her sword poisoned with hysteria. Yep. It's her place. I really did. I dig her a lot, and I can't remember her name. How many? Do you? Yeah, I like her a lot. I don't think she's bad. Obviously, no. Yeah. I just don't. She's not my favorite. Like my favorite Hashira is uh the mist hashira and it probably always will be yeah uh so i am but unfortunately he's not really in enough scenes in my opinion either but that's neither here nor there um so we we go to that this mansion where it's basically where tanjiro is training before the mugen train at the end of episode season one at the end of season one so yeah. I remember that where kanao was and he was training with kanao and the other girls the servants and the maids Yes. Yes, train with, it's those yeah, girls. Yeah, it's, but, the yeah. Same, it's the same age. Yeah. So the first thing we see is Zanitsu trying to steal food from Ao. Not trying. He does. He does. Aoi? Oi? Oi? A-O-I. A-O-I. Aoi. Oi! I can't remember how to pronounce that in Japanese. Oi, oi, Punk rock. We or Aoi. Oi, oi, yeah. And so he steals her her rice buns, right? Her bean, Or no, her bean paste buns. Yeah, bean paste buns. Uh, you want to look at my bean buns, motherfucker? He wants to take him to Tanjiro. Yeah. And one of the first things we hear is some inner monologue from Zenitsu, and he says, Tanjiro's been hardcore depressed. Right. Well, the whole idea is like, like, oh, he can get depressed too. Yes. That's, it's almost like a scary thing to him that someone who is so determined and so like full of vigor. V- vigor. Dude, perfect word. Is just. Vigor. Yes downcast as he's, all can he's, be he's shut down he's yeah. completely lost it he's almost like uh um, inosake when when the, he lost that who? one fight i said it wrong huh inosake what did i say inosuke when he lost to that other spider guy and then he's like i don't want to remember when like like oh, was like training and, and then he's like he just depressed and not saying anything doesn't want to yeah. do anything it's almost like that yes because yeah. you saves him right yep okay gotcha yep. back in season one gotcha in the forest um, yeah. yeah, so Zenitsu wants to bring him some food. I th- and what I inferred was that I think Zenitsu wants to bring him food to cheer him up. Yeah, uh, I think so. But Tanjiro is not there. Tanjiro, uh, a maid comes out and says Tanjiro's training. Tanjiro's not training. What Tanjiro is doing is Tanjiro is running to the Rengoku estate. Yeah. If we remember the end of the movie, and I know that this is not... Everyone probably was like, oh, that's right, when they saw the scene. Right. Rengoku asked Tanjiro to tell his family something. Mm-hmm. And I think specifically his father. Yeah. 
and I will go over that later because we'll actually get to that later. Yeah. Um, but so Tanjo is heading to the Rengoku estate. Uh, he's running, and uh, and the first thing we all, the next thing we realize is that he's still hurt. Big, big and time. they make a point earlier in saying that his cut was deep. Yeah. You know, so it was a it was a pretty bad wound when he got hurt in the train. Oh yeah, uh, and you, if we all remember, like when like uh, when Rengoku and Kaza were fighting, Tanjo was in the ground bleeding. Right, like he had been uh, cut by uh, an engineer on the train who was being manipulated by uh, upper moons or lower moons, the lower moon. Yeah. So he had gotten stabbed by I think a knife or a screwdriver or something like that or a yeah. pick or whatever. It was like it was. a weird, yeah, weird cut. Yeah. So weird deep cut. And so that wound is still uh, healing for Tanjiro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's running he's following Rengoku's crow his family crow and he says thank you thank god that the family crow is here to guide me you know yeah. oh yeah he's running through the city and he's having a hard time and eventually he comes up to um, a boy who has the same hair and this is I gotta I gotta say this now the way that uh, Demon Slayer uh, depicts age is hard for me because everyone is looks younger than they actually are. Yeah. Always. Always. Even yeah. the father of Rengoku yeah, later, yeah, really looks young. like he's in his mid thirties. Yeah. To maybe forty. Yeah. And for Rengoku sure. was definitely over twenty. Yeah. You know, and his and Rengoku's that could little, still be happening though. But Rengoku's little brother is I don't know. They don't actually uh, define Sen, Senjiro's age. Or yeah. um Senjuko Sen. Senjuro. 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 Yeah, I got yeah. it right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you got it. You got uh, it, baby. So, so, Zanus, uh, so sorry. Um, so, Tanjo is running towards the estate and he sees Senjuro, which is Rengoku's little brother, uh, out sweeping, I believe, with a broom in the dirt road. Yeah, I don't get that, but, you know. That's, I've uh, seen it before. Me too. It's how it is. It, ha- it is what it is. Maybe getting them leaves out of there. That's what it is. Yes, maybe. But there were no leaves on the ground for sure. Well, I, w- I would have pointed that out. Too much end. budget, baby. Yeah. Well, no, it's just, it's just part of the. <laughs> world yeah. so tanjiro meets senjiro um but very quickly uh as tanjiro's meeting senjiro and before he can even tell him about anything uh an older more aggressive looking rengoku guy shows up and this is rengoku's dad yep now they don't actually tell us the name of rengoku's dad in this they don't yeah, we're they just don't. gonna call him rengoku's dad for now come daddy daddy um, goku <laughs> and rengoku's dad shows up and said and it, and this is how it was the manga. I remember now that I've seen this, I remember in the manga, this felt like the most like, oh, he is here just to say these words, to say, ah, Rengoku was useless. What a trash son. Right. You know, like all these things. And like, this is what his dad actually feels like. His dad thinks that Rengoku was a worthless uh, person. And in the manga, it was a little more powerful, I'll, I'll say. But th- that was also because they held on tighter. I think he to... felt like Demon Slayer. He's like you're just throwing your lives away. Well, like, well, right. He Isn't held stronger kind of... to the motive of people are born yeah. as talented as they're ever going to be. Right. And that was kind of and then he, they do say it in this, but that yeah. was his dad's mantra. Right. I, even as a Hashira, right. He was like, I was born with the talent. Yeah. Um. But as 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 and they might touch on this later. Maybe they probably will. Honestly, but they might. Yeah. That is kind of the thought of Rengoku's dad is like you are born talented, and he never thought Rengoku was talented. Right. Now, us who have seen the fights between Rengoku and Akaza, we know that Rengoku is talented. Right. We also know that the upper moons are probably above most of the Hashiro when oh, it yeah. comes down to scale levels. Yeah. That's how that is. I mean, that's, 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 that's the that world. was what we were supposed to leave with the weight right. of the la- of the movie was. Yes. Yes, there right. is a great... The, the threat is great. That's and is. there is a big gap between uh, upper moons and, right. and um, 
Hashira, uh, at least except for Guillaume, probably. But right. <laughs> just because I got to say that because Guillaume is the strongest. Uh, but but we need to also come in terms with the fact that um, his dad's not right, but validated through all this, you know? Yeah. Um, and so like Tanjiro has to come face to face with someone who, who obviously Tanjiro idolized Rengoku. Totally. Like, yeah. And it wasn't even because of his strength. It was probably because of his integrity and who who Rengoku's character was, right? Rengoku's goal was to save everyone and he did so with his power, yeah. whether he was born with it or not. That's kind of irrelevant. He just did. No one on that train died except for Rengoku. Right. He was the only casualty. He's the only casualty, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but his dad starts bad-mouthing him. Uh, Sen- Senjiro, which we kind of realize immediately, doesn't say shit. He kind of just takes it yep um which i i think they i'm gonna read this again because i feel like they kind of skipped over like a, quite a bit of shit in this a little bit i remember this this first scene of the introduction of senjiro and uh, rengoku's dad being really powerful in the manga yeah and it feels like it's kind of just jumped over a gone bit. and done you know and i know they come back to it in the in the manga too but yeah it i i, I still feel like i was left a little more jaw dropped when i first read it um but that's neither here nor there at this point yeah so yeah, no, I, I feel you. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, then the dad looks at Tanjiro closer and sees his... I can't remember what they call the earrings. Yeah, me neither. But the Hanagakure... Oh, um, his earrings have a type of a name because they're a style of earring. It's it's the... Whatever it is. But based on that, Rengoku goes, Oh, you're a sun breather, aren't you? Right. Um and he's really bitter on it, and they don't go into it, rightfully so. Yeah, too they much go into a tiny bit about how it's the yeah. sun breather is the original of all of all it's of the, the, it's the foundation of all breathing techniques or breathing techniques, right? Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. is an imitation, a thing that's based off of yeah. sun style. Yeah, and uh, obviously they don't mention the other actual opposite of it, but right, uh, which I was like, I thought they did in the manga there. Yeah, but they maybe might I'm have wrong. Said something, but yeah, I don't remember. It doesn't matter because honestly, it's. Not a relevant point, even in the whole story, in my opinion. But it's cool world information that I like to hear about. Right, it's world info. Um, so he sees those, and he gets really aggressive towards Tanjiro. He even attacks Tanjiro. Yeah, like he even like um, goes towards Tanjiro and puts him in like an arm lock. Yeah, uh, and Senjiro is like, "No, don't do that. It's going too far, Dad." And then he hits his kid. Right, which is like okay, yeah. like. And it's, I should it's definitely like the whole drunken yeah. dad. I should say that he's drinking sake out of a gourd this entire time. Yeah, it did say bourbon in the uh in the subtitles, at least for me. It said bourbon? Yeah. He's drinking hard liquor then. But then yeah. the water was white and I was like, that's yeah. not bourbon. So he's drinking hard liquor. <laughs> was like, okay. It wasn't bourbon for sure, but I guess there are white bourbons out there. Sure. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Rice I don't bourbon, know. I don't know. Rice bourbon, that'd be kind of interesting. But it's it's rice. To me, it looks like sake. Yeah, it looks whatever. like whatever. He's just drinking. He's a drinking drunk a yeah. drunk dad kind he's of tropey. But yeah. If it's the mold, uh, he, t- he attacks Tanjiro. Uh, then Tanjiro kind of fights back and kicks him out of this lo- his his uh, hold, right? Right. And says that's enough. Um, he talks about the sun breathing. Kind of gives out, oh, it's the strongest. Like like sun breathing is the strongest. And Tanjiro kind of laments, like, yes, I know, I I get that. Why couldn't I save your son? Like, yeah, I couldn't if I was do the it. Greatest, then if how I'm, come if I it's can. the greatest, why couldn't I do it? You know, yeah. And, there's kind of that good moment of like, yeah, Tanjo's admitting that he's just on the ramp right now. Right. He hasn't like crest it yet, you know? Yeah. And I like that a lot. Um, but then his dad keeps like like Rengoku's dad just keeps going off. He just double down. 
doubling Kyo- down on I should say Kyo- son, Kyojiro's Yusuke. dad, not Rengoku, because Rengoku's the last name. Yeah. But Kyojiro's dad just goes off and keeps yeah. saying shit, and Tanjiro snaps. Yeah. At some point, he snaps. Yep. Uh, and goes to try and, I think, headbutt. Well, or- so they, they get into a, like a fisticuff confrontation. So like, he goes to punch. Uh, Tanjiro goes to punch him. He blocks it and kind of grabs him like by the collar and starts saying, you know, what a useless like son he was and kind of like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then Tanjiro just gets so angry and then kind of twists out of it and headbutts him, um, which just fucks him up, I guess. Yeah, well, knocks him out. <laughs> like he it knocks, knocks him, him out. He knocks out, out the yeah. former Hasha. Which is and so, I, I yeah. forgot that Tanjiro has a really hard head and that's like yeah. the whole thing. I was like, and yeah. They yeah, make yeah. a point of that and it's like, fine. Okay. No, no they made a point of that in the first season. The, the whole Oh, it's thing, that's, yeah, that's it's literally, there. he headbutts a ton. Like, I don't know if you remember this, but in the fifth episode, he headbutts that one giant demon on yes. the mountain in his trial yeah he had butts that guy you know yeah. yeah so it's he's got a hard head for sure i just i just at some point you're like that's a a cool little gimmick but i'm don't like you relying on that but i know it's part of the show so it's gotta be hey man yeah. if you got it use it yeah it's fine um knocks him out and then we transition to a new scene of tanjiro in the estate um kind of in a prostrated form feeling like guilty yeah uh and senjiro um, giving him tea. And Senjiro says, don't worry about my dad. After you hit him, he went off and did, so just said, I'm going to go get some more alcohol. Right. You know, so yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah. But Tanjiro still feels guilty, obviously. Uh, and then uh, he tells, um, Tanjiro tells Ring, or Sen- Senjiro, Jesus' names, Senjiro, the story of how uh, Kyojiro really died. Right. Because I, I, I'm, what I'm guessing is that the crow didn't tell a full story, just reported Yeah, the death, just reported right? the death. But, and and, and Senjiro's proud, obviously, yeah. of how his dad died. Which, yeah, he should brother be. Died, yeah. Sorry, brother died. And I was like, yeah, exactly. You're right. Like, Rengoku, Kyojiro died a really good death. Like, yeah. honestly, he did. Like, like, for, like, what both of everyone is believing and they know, like, the dangers, like, that was a good death. It was. Um, and honestly, it's like, he protected people. Yeah. Which yeah. is the goal of the demon. I mean, the demon course's goal is to destroy Muzen. Right. But it's at the cost of saving humanity also yeah, right for sure and kyojiro did that and i think senjiro found some pride in that and that's and it's really good um kyojiro or senjiro gives um tanjiro i know we're saying a lot of japanese names and i'm hoping you guys keep up but i'm sorry if you can't it's just a lot of japanese names that's that's not going to help either right there uh senjiro gives tanjiro a record of the hashira's history yep it's from the 21st hashira i think specifically yeah it says uh, Tanjiro opens it and realizes it's, it's torn to shreds, which I'm not sure if Senjiro knew beforehand or not. I don't think so. I think that but, he, when he, because, you know, Tanjiro asked him about it and he said, I don't know. I don't know who would do that. And then I think Tanjiro says, well, it looks like kind of like yeah. a drunken anger. Like it looks like anger. Yeah, like there's exactly. anger that was retaliation like, like yeah, reta- yeah, yeah, towards, yeah, towards the history or whatever, of, totally. or, or whatever it is, you know. And so they conclude that it was the dad. Um, I guess we should also range. establish that. I know they, they mentioned this in the manga. I can't remember if they mentioned the movie or not. The Flame Hashira, the Flame Hashira have always been there. They've been, they're one of the earliest Hashira when mm-hmm. it comes down to it. So yeah. there's always been a Flame Hashira and they basically all come from the Rengoku family. Right. So there's been, I think, a transition or two between different families, but when it comes down to it, it's basically a line of Hashira for the flame Hashira. Um, I don't yeah. know if you want to say otherwise, but... No, I, that's yeah. right, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, Tanjiro says, oh, don't worry, this is not this is not bad. It's probably good that you got it. But he also declares this point, and this is the first time he ever says it, that he's going to become strong and become a Hashira. 
Yeah. He is going to become Ahashira. Uh, and that's the first time we've seen um, Tanjiro ever say that he'll become a Hokage. And that's good, right? Because right. he, he does pull Hokage. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, that's good. And that's good. Um, Sen- Senjiro gives a little backstory to why he's not a swordsman. And uh, he says that when I had the Nichiren swords, the swords with the meteorite, it never changed color to mm. in, to infer that I was a, sword, a good swordsman. Right. And so I, no matter how hard I tried, I, you know, I just wasn't it. Uh, and so we kind of, and I'm, I'm hoping we can draw this line, but like we see the connection between his dad's um, view of you're born with the talents you have, uh, with the opposite of Rengoku being I was considered worthless and I still became a Hashira. Right. Right. And so we're seeing that kind of bleed into Senjiro a little bit, his dad's ideology of, I just wasn't ever, you know, I wasn't ever, I couldn't, I couldn't become a, a demon corpse member because I couldn't turn the sword the right color. Right. right. Yeah. It was, he, he wasn't good enough. Right. In he his couldn't eyes. do it. Um, well. So that's kind of sad, but Tanjiro yeah. even says you should, fo- you should be what you want to be. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like follow, follow your own path. Yeah. You know? Follow your own path. Um, and that's kind of how that ends. And so then we kind of le- go to the end of this scene with Tanjiro leaving. Yeah. Uh, and there are two things that happen. The first thing that happens is that Senjiro gives uh, Tanjiro the hilt of Rengoku's sword. Yeah, which is important. Yeah. Which is very important. Yeah. And that's uh, important because we all know that Tanjiro is probably going to make that into a sword eventually. But um, it is it is also symbolic of of Senjiro officially passing on the will of Frank, of Kyojiro to yeah. Tanjiro yeah. and not taking it for himself as his brother. Right. He's passing it on to Tanjiro because he recognizes that Tanjiro embodies a lot of what Rengoku probably did. Right. Uh, and so there's a lot there to kind of like be like, oh, that's really cool. You know, like we're kind of officially passing on the will of, which we kind of also get in totally. dialogue a little bit too, but oh yeah, um, very good. And then we also get, after Tanjiro leaves, Senjiro talking to his dad. And he slides open the door to a private room in the estate, which is looking out toward the sunset. And we see it's Senjiro's dad, uh, Rengoku, San, Rengoku Sr., um, drinking, uh, mm-hmm. watching the sunset. And he says, hey, uh, the, our visitor gave us Rengoku's final words, or Kyojiro's final, Kyojiro's final words, you want to hear them. His dad denies it right. and says, just leave me. He was worthless. Leave me. And then he says... He goes, oh, okay. And then he leaves the door open for a second. And then he says the line. Yeah. And the line is simple. It's mm-hmm. not a complex line. It is merely, please take care of yourself. Yep. That's it. It's all he says. That's please take care says. of yourself. Senjiro then closes the door. And then we go into the mind of senior Rengoku. Yeah. And he remembers uh, when Rengoku was leaving, I think, the estate to go be a Hashira and do missions. Yeah. He told his dad, please take care of yourself. Yeah. And so this actually, um, it was a quick change. And this is why I'm a little bummed out about this scene. Yeah. It goes really it's, fast. Again, it's harder to do in it anime is. than it is in manga. It is, sure. just because of like the release schedules and budgets. And, and I get it. But this is where uh, Rengoku Sr. starts crying and yep. feeling sad. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, is a testament to... Rengoku's uh Kyojiro's character, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. He was a man of integrity. Like totally. in the show, he is painted as a perfect individual. Right. And his only flaw being not strong enough to take down Akaza. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is good. 
You can't have you cannot have perfect characters in shows. You just can't. No, you can't. Especially if they're in Shonen and they're alive. Right. You know. Right. Um, so like that has to be his weakness is not strong enough. <laughs> if they're alive, I love it. Well, and I'm I can't <laughs> say anything, but it's like um I'm trying to think of other characters, but like you don't see a lot of perfect characters in anime for a reason. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And you don't see them around. Do you see a lot of perfect reason. people in life? Uh, no, you don't. Wah, wah, but yeah, but yeah, you don't. Yeah, the ideal, right? Like the, yes. the character. So yeah, yeah, I get uh, that. I get what you're yeah. saying. And that's it. That's the end of that scene. Um, we're actually into the very end of this episode, finally. Yeah. Um, and I'll go through it quick because I don't think it's really that important. It's just kind of the setup to for the actual. I don't know if you care as much, but it's a setup for episode two. No. Or yeah, for yeah. the actual arc itself. Oh, for sure. Tanjiro's heading home. Oh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I lied. I, there's a couple of things. Oh, my bad. I forgot there was a training bit. Uh, now we go home and they're training. Um, and this is all for excuse to make to say four months passed by. Yeah. Uh, and that people are going off missions on their own and that people are progressing because right. doesn't cry as much when he goes on missions. Yeah. They're all super well, everyone's, what, it, what it's saying is everyone can do it by themselves. Own. Yeah, they're doing better. Is, well, you know, they're, they're killing right. at least minor demons by themselves. It's now. a four-month progression, right? Yeah. And this is also some of the only action in the show has the fight with Rengoku's dad, totally. which is kind of pseudo-action, if you want to call it that. But eventually, Tanjiro has his own mission to go mm-hmm. kill a demon in a mountain shrine near a village. Yeah. He goes and does it. Um, Him and Nezuko kick its ass. Do they straight up slaughter this thing? And, uh, and it, I mean, that's like the point is that they show so Nezuko the, also helping yeah, though. Nezuko so. and Tanjiro are a team now. Yeah. Uh, and this demon does get away for a hot second and gets to the village. Tanjiro kills it instantly and then it's gone. And even when a kid... He does the fourth... Did he do that before? He's, he's done all... He's done fourth form before. Okay, okay. I just wanted yeah. to make sure flowing that... Flowing strike or like flowing tide or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he does that and kills it. Uh, yeah, he does a really cool move where he... Uh, the demon has spider legs and it dances. It like dashes right towards him and attacks him. Yeah. He enters his form and he cuts off all of this uh, these spider legs on this demon and then gets behind him within his dash while this guy's in midair with a split second and yep. gets head off. Yeah. Cool scene. It's also the most action you'll get in the show for right now. For now. This episode. Tanjo's on his way back. As soon as he gets to the Butterfly Mansion, which I'm just, that's what I'm going to call it, he hears some girls scream. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then it turns out that uh, there is a new guy at the mansion trying to grab a couple of the girls, one of the servants who is not in the Demon Corpse, and a girl who's like a trainee in the Demon Corpse, right? right? Like someone who's under Kanao. Yeah. We get a quick kind of growth moment of Kanao. Trying to save them because she was paralyzed by anxiety a lot of the time. Um, this is so. I wish they would have done a little more exposition on her because, like, they barely touched on this in the last season. And Kanao's like anxiety is not really touched on beyond her being quiet. And so, mm, I saw Andrew, I don't think. the coin flip is something she learns through Tanjiro, right? Well, yeah. Well, but, to d- dismiss it, yes, yes, yeah. uh, but. I'm going to go through it fast because to me, it's really not really relevant yet. Sure. And so she flips a coin, decides to help her friends, her servant and that. Uh, and because this guy's this, this guy who is covered in gems and how we know who we know is the, is the, the wind Hashira yep. wind. Yeah. No. Yes. Wind. Wind. You sure? I'm pretty sure. He's the pretty one. I can't remember if it was Winter. I think you're right. But uh, can you check that out real quick on Crunchy? Yeah, I'll but, check it. Uh, I keep getting... I think it's Wind. I think you're right. I what thought, is the fucking title? Who was the guy with the, the scars on his face? The fucking title is literally what it is. Yeah, Tengen Uzui. But 
beautiful Hashira Ten- he's the beautiful Hashira Tengen Uzui, but his actual um, thing, which I can't remember. It says sound. Sound. It's sound, not wind. That's right. Sound Hashira. I knew that. Okay. See, wind is wrong. Wind is the guy that has the, the he's like the, the guy that has Bakugo's voice actor. Oh, yeah. That guy. The angry guy that almost, that Tanjiro headbutted yeah. when he met all the Hashira. That's right. You're right. That's, you're that's right, the you're wind right. one. Um, that's why I knew. Uh, but he's, this guy is actually at the butterfly estate and he's trying to grab some people for a mission. Yeah. We don't know what his mission is, but he's just trying to grab some people. So he grabs two girls from the de- who he thinks from the demon corpse like an idiot without even checking. Yeah. Uh, Tanjiro shows up and says no and tries to stop him. Yeah. Tries to headbutt him. This guy is quick. Uh, and we know why he's quick, but he also reveals it. And he goes, I'm, I was previously a ninja. Right. Okay. And right. now I am a Hashira. Yeah. So I'm nimble. And just like it is, like Tanjiro tries to get him and he is immediately on top of an archway. Yep. You know? Yeah. And all, yeah. yeah. Like. And he's, he says, I need him for my mission. That's it. I'm going to go. Tanjiro says, well, she's not the demon corpse, so you don't need her. And so he, she throws, he throws down one of the... Um, yeah, he <laughs> like just kidnapped. throws her and she goes, he threw me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really funny. And yeah. so Tanjiro catches her, but he holds on the other one, which is Ao or mm-hmm. Eo or whatever her name is. Yeah. Oi, Oi, Aoi, Eo. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm so bad at this. I'll get it better next week. I'll get better next week on that one, on that name. But um, only because that's the name of the main character in... Um, Blue Reflection. So I should know this. <laughs> yeah, you should. Uh, or one of the main characters. Um, and then he says, well, I'll take this girl then. And then Tanji goes, take us instead. And he goes, us? Yeah. And then to his left and right is Anitsu and Inosuke. All I, dude, that was like the... great moment. Dude, because again, in the manga, not as good. No, we're nowhere near as badass. And, and, the, yeah. and this is where it, it bleeds into where you're like, oh, yeah. Like the cool. the soundtrack, yep. and then both of them just being there, just about to pounce, and and like, you know, the sound Hashira kind of noti- like like noticing, being like, "Well, huh. fuck!" Like you yeah. know, like now now there's three of them, you know. So there's so he, like this element where it's like, okay, fine, you know. So, I mean, he goes, "Okay, I'll take y'all without a fight," and they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah." And then we realize he go and they go, "Where are we going?" And he goes, "We're going to the entertainment district where the yeah. strong demons, the are. red light district, the red light, the red light district." Yeah, is that red light or entertainment? It's it's entertainment, entertainment for America, is red light, right? And then it's, after it's it's red light district in the manga. It's entertainment right. for us because red light uh, reference. Yeah, yeah. It, it means prostitution. It means sexy time. Yeah, it means where the people go and sell sex. It means bing bong and brothels because brothels I think yeah. are still legal in Japan. Uh, yeah, I think they're legal in a lot of countries, but they're not legal here. Sorry, they're not legal they're in America. Legal in America. They're legal in Nevada. Yeah, even though we've are they legal in America? Well, Las Vegas. Pro- well, prostitution is legal in Vegas. You're right, but our brothels are legal. Well, that's what they would be in, probably. Well, brothel is like a, a, well, I guess a, it's like a, a, place. a building. It's a, it's a yeah. company, you know? Yeah. Like a, a pimp uh, in his... I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know. So that's what I'm, I'm saying. The institutionalized... And definitely right? not. Like, so, it's not legal in America. Right. It's not. Yeah. That's why. I, th- I mean, that's what I was thinking. America! But, but in this time period, I think what they're saying is prostitutions or brothels are there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Light District. So, a lot of places got it. Korea, Japan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we'll, yeah. yeah. Um, and so he goes, well, that's where we're going. And we are going to fight strong demons. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a decent outro. I Which thought. I think is going to be the intro. I think, I think it's, it's going to be I a shorter it version. It's not as good as Garange from Lisa from the last season, obviously. <laughs> right. Uh, which okay. not a lot will be because it's a really good intro. It is a good intro. Um, but it's still good. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll overall, see, though. I thought it was fine. Yeah. 
I'm glad. For, for being an hour long episode, it felt like it dragged a little bit, and, yeah. it, and it did feel like they padded it. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so your hour long episode is like, I probably Again. seven minutes of intro outro, this, and this then outro a little like, bit of a little bit of like you know what is it like uh, you're showing us some of the old like movie or anime depending on whatever you know they're pulling from right but this outro so. this outro is like four and a half minutes and there's like a minute and a half or two minutes of them introducing what the characters are yeah and it's just like i get it i'll be real though but i needed it was needed for me a lot of at least at the end yeah. when they're like introducing everyone yeah. I'm like oh yeah that's everyone's name yeah and, I, I'll, and i'll be <laughs> fine with that it's just uh and i'm glad they i really included this it just feels like they got a lot of the crap out of the way the yeah. manga this is like seven or eight chapters in the manga yeah, you know, we didn't even go over the fact that uh, the the blacksmith was chasing Tanjiro. I mean, when he was oh, dude, that part is so funny though. I love whenever the blacksmith. I was is so involved. over that shit the moment it happened. Really? I was like, this is a waste of animation. Please just move past this. I don't want to. I just move me on the story. That's how I felt personally. Mimi asa habada. Mimi asa habada. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. But that's Demon Slayer uh, season two, episode one, and I'm stoked. I want more. I'm ready. It really this 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 arc hits the fan real quick, um, and this really ramps up the show's pacing, in my opinion. Yeah, I, is, I agree. This is where I felt like the show was. I felt like this is the start of the end of the show already when I was first watching it, because really they 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 do a lot of growth in this arc. Yeah, well, don't give too much away, boy. I won't. But this is a very important arc, and it's good. <laughs> Shit, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Mirko-chan, episode 10. Don't look. This is the first title that has not uh, not a she can see or whatever. It's just don't look. It's also not really... Um, the. I feel like the moment it's really referencing is from a different episode. Yes, the episode. Because it's a continuation of that car- that ghost, obviously. But For sure. Like, but this is the third episode of continuation, which is interesting because they, they, they have been doing pretty much yep. episodic, not necessarily like they've this, bled together, but this, this, yeah, this feels like it's sequential compared it to the last It feels like the anime is changing. I know. And which is very fun and exciting. Which is, which is very cool because I think it's changing for the better. Yeah. It might uh, not be, but who knows? So this episode starts off with a banger of a freaking intro scene uh, that I thought was just perfect. I was like sick. This is how I want the show to always go now. Give me uh, ghost antagonist human hybrid villains or whatever, and then do arcs about that and have Miko somehow stuck in, it, in the middle of it. I want that. That's yeah. amazing. So starts off with an older lady on third or fourth floor of an apartment yeah, complex. Apartment 303, so. Yeah, three, third, third floor. floor probably, huh? Yeah. And she's walking up to the door and she knocks on it and she goes, hey, I made too much food. Do you want some leftovers? And the person who opens the door is our teacher our boy zen zen toho i just call him zen yeah zen and she even says zen son i made too much food again here's some leftovers for you uh and so he goes thank you and the door's locked so he i could barely open so well like what is that the safety, like the padlock the safety lock or safety, safety lock that's yeah, what it is, yeah and so it's got the chain a padlock was well, it's, it's not a really good i mean you kick it open just the same honestly yeah, but, i mean yeah you're right uh and so it's um but so she can't really see inside. It's dark inside. And Zen holds his hand out and, and grabs the leftovers. And she notices his hand's covered in blood. And she goes, hey, are you bleeding? Are you okay? Uh, and then you hear some crows go off. And this was a really cool bit. Uh, I loved Oh, Oh. Well, you said, no, no, you're right. But she, before all of that, she's talking to him about how the cat, she's like, there's so many crows around. Well, that's and it's because I mean, I the cats, yeah, yeah, the cats are all gone. Yeah, so she goes, there's a lot more crows in here than normal. I guess it's probably because there's a lot, not as many cats as there used to be. And I guess cats are, 
homeless a lot in Japan? There's a well, lot of stray I, cats. Yeah, I mean, also they're probably, I mean, kill them birdies. Know. Cats kill birds. They man. do. And, but what <laughs> I'm saying is, like, I've stayed in downtown multiple days. I never see stray cats. So yeah. in San Diego, I don't see a lot of stray cats. So I wonder if it's a different thing in Japan. Yeah, you maybe. Know? Yeah, I don't or know. If there's more stray cats in Japan than there are, or if that's just a trope. You know, could be a trope. Um, so he takes it. She notices his hands covered in blood, and she goes, "You hurt." And he goes, "Thanks for the leftovers," because the crows then go for a attack basically or like a, a rouse right or a ruse or whatever yeah and so it distracts her and then he closes the door um well he says i broke a glass yeah oh that's right he does say that huh? he says glass. i broke a glass and then he yeah. closes the door just by way looking at her in her eyes and that's all he says and he just closes it and i was like the fuck it's super too creepy honestly and i don't yeah. know how you befriended this old lady but he did somehow yeah he uh we go to inside his apartment he just pours the food out yep um which makes me first think, okay, so he's not eating. So is he a ghost? I don't think he's a ghost. Everyone else can see him. Exactly. But he's not eating. So where is he getting his nutrition? Okay. Is so it from these cats? You're reading into it too much. Maybe. In, in the sense of he throws out one meal. I'm I, just, I, it could just be that he fucking just, hates her cooking. It just all maybe, but but yeah. that's not where I'm gonna maybe go. Maybe he's eating the cats. I don't know. I'm that's just, what I'm thinking though. Like, yeah, yeah. You could be right. I'm just I'm just saying. I don't think we can draw the conclusion that he's a ghost because he's not eating one meal. I'm just saying. You, no. It, it, I'm okay. Too much. That's a, that's a possible explanation. <laughs> it's not the explanation. All I'm saying is okay. Well, in this moment, what they're the first thing they're showing with us in regards to food is he rejects food. He doesn't want it. I can actually so, give you a million percent of a reason why he is not a ghost. And when we get to it, I'll tell you why. And I think he's not a ghost also. But it leads you to think, okay, is he part ghost? Like, it, what is no. Santoho, right? I'll tell you. We'll get there. I think, or is he in, just inhabited, right? Because like that's the other thought. Is like, is he possessed? Because we do see a ghost go inside him later on. Okay, well, yeah, you just spoil it. But yeah, that's why. But does that... That means that means you're not a ghost. And if it goes another ghost goes inside you. In this world that we've seen, ghosts eat ghosts, or they kill other ghosts. There's I not just, like multiple ghosts inside you unless you are a. I don't think it's that black and white. I don't know. Well, yeah, you're right, but but again, everyone can see this guy. Yeah. So there's no way that he is a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. He washes his hands off. Get he leaves his apartment with a bag of trash. Yeah. He tosses it out. The birds dig it. I the thought I saw a little cat in there, but I, I paused it that's, and went back and I looked and I couldn't find it. But that's what I think it. is happening is that he's throwing away oh, yeah. like parts and the yeah. crows are going for it. Yeah. And the crows know. That's why yeah. they all for him. Yep. Crows are on his side. Uh, and they drops the trash off. He doesn't even look at the crows. And then they wait to get the intro. Banger of an intro still. We'll still see great. Uh, we do see um, posters when he's throwing it away and it says animal abuse is a crime. Um, and then Miss, also lost, lost a missing cat. cat. Yeah, that's right. You're right. You saw that too, which uh, was just to exemplify and to to make it really clear that there's cats in on they're disappearing. Yeah. Uh, awesome intro again, and then we get to our real start of the episode with um, post credit or post intro. I mean, with Miku and Hana doing PE and they're doing <laughs> laps. Yeah. Uh, outside. Um, and this is cool because we've discussed this. Before we discussed the last episode, before the anime told us, and we were right. And this anime has been really. I want to just point this out now. It's been very good about uh, drip feeding us information that we can figure out, yeah, and information we can't. And this episode's got both. Yeah, this episode has both those those aspects of of foreshadowing. Yeah. Right? Oh it's yeah. Like, like like you and I, we called that we have three tries, three uses. 
with that Fox Spirit. We were right? wrong on the order. We were. But yes. We were. But, you know, we called out, like, the first one, when they killed that first didn't count, it was later on. The first one was the actual, the, the barrel and the, the tunnel. But we, we knew that that's what that was meaning. We figured right. that out, right? And, yep. and, and by Miko's admission later, we assume that's right. You know, we've also figured out that Hana gets spiritual energy from food. Yeah. And that she's hungry a lot because she's under higher duress from spirits. Totally. Um, so we figured that out too. But we also haven't figured out what Zentoho is. We have our theories. I mean, we also haven't figured out Yulia and uh, Miko's exact distinctions from each other, right? Like there's mm. there's different different things about yeah. them, right? You know, and so it's it's been really a smart show, I think. In terms of giving us information, yeah, and allowing us to figure it out sometimes, and no, you don't get to figure this out. We're going to tell you eventually. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's been really, really masterful in that. Yeah, opinion. I think so. And so I, I can see why it's your favorite because this show has a lot of tact. I think. Well, I mean, we'll just I'll just say it now, I guess. But this show has climbed, I think, to number one for me. I think Demon Slayer will probably, obviously, be that spot. I think so too. But. Um, it's not really fair since I've read it, and and I like it's just good it regardless, and it's not it's new, just a solid shonen, right? right? You know, yeah. but yeah, but I I think for all the new stuff that we've never even seen or read or anything, Miko Chan for sure is the or Miko Chan is is my favorite because it does this weird thing where it just bleeds drama and horror with comedy so well it does you're right and i just love it like and and now the story is grabbing me so much more and it's not just like it doesn't feel like just episodic it feels like there's just so much more to this world and more to these characters and like Mm -hmm. they're building up something and maybe that something is nothing like honestly, and that's that would be okay. Like but, if they get to be like, oh, mm, like they're just in high school and it isn't. They're not like gonna be fighting off ghosts together and all this stuff. I, mean, I don't really think that's where it's going, but no. I I do think there will be some types of elements, especially after this episode, where I'm like, oh, there's confrontation. A, there, there's stuff. There's stuff that's gonna like, happen. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I know. I'm I excited. think you're right. It's building towards something, and I think one thing I can say confidently is I trust where this show is going right now. Yeah. Uh, because they've <laughs> proven to be pretty solid yeah. these past few episodes. And I love all the and, horniness. And and but here's the deal. Um Hana and Miku start running together. Yeah. And they don't overanimate Hana's boobs. It's because she's wearing a jacket. No. She's wearing a jacket, but she has an open t shirt. And have you ever tried running with an open t shirt with your boobs? And here's the deal, Joel. What I am saying <laughs> is that I given a different different time in this show's life, like earlier on. That would have, those would have been bouncing up and yeah. down way too much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But for this moment, they didn't do that. Yeah, they and would have I been was, animated correctly. Sorry. They were animated more anatomically. And I was happy. Have you ever that. watched someone who's endowed like run though? Yes. Okay. It bounces around a lot depending on what they're wearing. Yeah. And Checkmate motherfucker. An <laughs> this is an anime that has accentuated Helen's boobs before, and they didn't yeah. this time. Yeah, I, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this okay, time okay. they didn't. Yeah, they chose to restrain themselves. It's hilarious because um, you would expect this to be a fair, easy, easy, uh, easy pick and fruit for them. Low hanging fruit, right? Literally low hanging yeah. fruit. Yeah. 
uh, you expect that. I mean, honestly, the only thing didn't. that's bothered me in this entire anime was the the locker room scene. I feel like for me personally, mm-hmm. like everything else hasn't really. The locker room in the nurse's office are what was the biggest things for yeah, me. Yeah, there's a nervous house. Hana I guess up. with with you with the way that you're like phrasing it, where it's like, Hana yeah, this ghost Miko- is just like groping this girl. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, like so that's weird. No, no, it's it's more Hana pushing Miko against the wall and groping her and reaching up her shirt. Oh. Like that's oh I forgot like that's that's incredibly like <laughs> I forgot about that. that so that's that's the scene for me that was like I you're like oh yeah ooh. I gotta talk about this this is just not like, okay ooh. in my opinion um, the oh, locker no. room scene is is sure but it's not in I don't want to use it's not in so much of an aggressive way like in your face of like against your will because it really felt like Mika was like trying to walk backwards right and Hana just reached up her shirt yeah you know and I was like why uh, why yeah you know. But horny, gonna, horny exactly. bonk. That's why this this running scene didn't. Over, yeah, they didn't you know, do. Yeah, they've, they've been way Han, less. Right. It's they've shown that's changed. The focus has changed from kind of like fan service to just being like this is the anime, right? Yeah. Like 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 we're here for the story yeah. and like the comedy and the in like well, the drama and then like yeah, it's it's good. So. Yeah, and they've shown Hunter run before and over animated yeah. her boobs. Yeah. So this is a great time for they didn't do it, and I was really happy about it. Yeah, save on that money. Yep. Um. So. Uh, there's some tame. Oh, I literally put down tame animation for Hana running. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then there's a ghost that sprints past them as they're running, which oh, is really yeah. funny. Yeah, because it just sprints past them. <laughs> And it that's says, it. It says like don't. It says like too slow. Too slow. I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the ghost. Yeah. They don't ever see it again. It just yeah. runs past him. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. And so then uh, Miku and Hana keep running, and she's running with them. Uh, and now they're in class again. Um. And this time they're in Zen's class. Uh, well, real quick, uh, while when they're running, I miss something. Yeah, when they're running, they're talking about how Hannah's hungry. Hun- again. Oh, you're right. They mentioned and, hunger. And then uh, Miko calls her. Well, you or says you've always been a big glutton, and she's like, she's like, why can't you say something more like finesse? You know, or or like what with I can't, more finesse. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's something where it's like a healthy appetite or something yeah. like that. You know, and then um, I. <laughs> One of my favorite lines, because it does come back to some degree, but Miko says, um, or she says, like, you know, like, I really am thankful for you and your healthy appetite, or I've always, like, appreciated you and your healthy appetite, and then Hannah goes, does that mean you love me? And she's like, what? You know? And so they have, like, that, like, kind of, like, weird thing, but that comes into play later. (laughs) I've always loved you, and she says it very, like, nonchalantly, like a friend, you know? Yeah. It's like Hannah got friend zoned in this episode in a way that was kind of painful. But also, like, the shows, I don't know if the shows go in that direction. Yeah. So, But did she? Because there's a later, when they're walking to the nurse's office later. Yes. I but think yeah. that even more affirms it. <laughs> that fair. her love is based on friendship and not <laughs> yeah. on romance. So, um, so then we go to the classroom and Zen Toho is asking students to, uh, our evil teacher cat teacher, uh, Zen, he's asking students to read passages from a book. Yeah. Uh, and there is people reading the passages and a ghost and I need to be clear, this is the same ghost that made uh, Miku cry last episode. Yeah. Miku cry last So was I right or were you right? I think I was right. I think you were right, honestly. I yeah, think I, I think was so reading too far into it, which is a bummer because I loved my theory. Yeah, your theory was cool. Uh, but I think you're right. Your theory this, is cool. Like if it's like a ghost like warning someone like, hey, like this motherfucker. Even I am terrified yeah. of this episode. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. And um, this this show was good. This episode was good enough either way, whether I was wrong or not. Yeah. So it's not like I'm I figured it would be. Down. I wish there was more to the Zen in that sense, but it seems like this is more like this ghost is jealous for Zen's attention. Yes. And is, is yeah, tough. like I feel like, oh, this is the hard part, man. Because 
we see just you know more ghosts. Like Miko noticed that there's more cat ghosts. There's more than him, last right? Time. Yeah. So is do you think this person killed? Also, like because I'll be real. We'll go. We can even go into it a little bit more to, at the very end of the episode uh, with the stinger. Did you watch the stinger? It was very important. I did. Yeah, I watched after the credits. Yeah. Um, the two girls walking. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the alleyway. But. Yeah, in the alleyway. Yeah. Uh, this. It feels like this dude is in the very beginnings of serial killing, right? Because serial killers oftentimes start with animals first and then mm. move to bigger things. Um, I mean, almost always. Like, there's almost never a time where someone's just like, "I'm gonna start killing people before they've hurt animals or smaller things." Okay, that's not where I went. So I'll tell you where I went after. Okay, because that's in my mind. I mean, again, this person could be something totally different. But I, this woman, I don't know. It could be this person's mom. It could be this person's girlfriend. Hmm. Hmm. Like in my mind, so that in my mind, I'm like, it's either something to where, and like, did he is he the one that committed the crime against this dead person, or is this another situation? I kind of remember when we had uh, the I can't remember what episode it was when it was like when Miko was in the coffee shop waiting for Hannah, and then it was like that guy who's like hot and then the go it was a kind of almost similar situation where there's like don't look at her or whatever and she looked at wrestling instead mm-hmm. but then the girl and Great the guy episode, by the way right, super good but the girl and the guy with the who they actually meet like both have like these ghosts and these spirits that were like haunting them and i'm like is it because you allowed like you broke their hearts to where they killed themselves or you know like all these crazy you know we could come up with different like realms of like what's going yeah, on. Yeah, but that's but, yeah. So my thought I'm curious was, of this. Was, yeah, what's yours? Was Zen's possessed by a serial killer? Oh, so Zen Toho himself is probably fine in my opinion. But you think okay, okay. But so someone, you think that something has inhabited him evil? Something evil has inhabited him. Interesting. And his and his living out its fantasies by killing more cats. And it's this him. thing because, in my opinion, it's he's, this thing is saying don't look right because. Well, because that there's that, but more importantly, like the cat spirits are with him still. Yeah, the evil cat spirits. Yeah. So to me, it feels like he's killing for the spirit more than the kill. But I'm excited for next week's episode to help clarify that. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, yeah, they yeah. are doing a great job in drip feeding us, in drip feeding us information about Zen Toho, uh, and I am I am very into the slow. Uh, dole yeah. out, roll it's out of so information. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. Especially the end of this episode felt like a good natural progression of information. Not, yeah. It didn't feel like they were just forcing him to be a two episode antagonist. Yeah, you know, which so. is nice. It's nice yes. to like flesh out the, the antagonist a bit. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we do see that ghost go inside Zen at some point. Yeah, so, so I mean, pretty much what it is is everyone's reading the classroom. Miko's trying to figure out, like, I need to not look at him. Um, and that's when she realizes when she does a quick notice because she's like, it's so hard not to because of all the she can see all the cat mm-hmm. ghost spirits. Um, and then as she's noticing that the ghost goes inside of him, and she's like, oh my gosh, it's inside of him. And I love the idea of when she says, maybe I could go get that ghost from the train, right? And and she's the like, well, how ghost. would I even do it? Yeah, the axe ghost that well, got she, another she, one. Two things about that because the because the axe ghost was pulling out a ghost. From a human, right? Right, right. You know, it was it was pulling out a, a someone that was possessing or trying to possess or hide. But then someone. she's like, "How would I even like do yeah. that? Like, yeah. is that even smart?" Yeah. So I, um, I love that. And while she's thinking this, I mean, I mean, honestly, Zen. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I loved it. No, I'm just saying, I I loved like the the 
the setup where she's thinking super hard and then you hear in the background like you know you know miracle chan or whatever and then you know he's like right next to her and he's like hey it's your, um, turn. it's your turn to read and then she's like looking right at him and then the other the ghost is right there just like saying, laugh, saying don't look yeah you know <laughs> um which then reaffirms joel's theory and defirms mine that this yeah, ghost I mean, yeah. was not trying to defend miku or help miku or, or warn her but was actually just jealous of Zentoo. yeah which is a bummer for me yeah i get it um but i think your idea was more fun I you know what I think I think the way this show wants to go it's going to be great. Yeah. I just think I was thinking a little differently. Yeah. I think how they're going to resolve Zento is going to be cool. Well, I just I just want to see it now. Uh and so she's super nervous and she's just having a very very hard time reading this passage. Yeah, she's like stuttering through the whole thing. It's about like death and, and bodies and right. corpses. Uh and then she's getting to a breaking point and then Hannah's stomach rumbles. Yeah. Well, Zen is about to go and touch her, and I feel like that would have oh, that's the right, because he's going to Bolt, go and, and the like, ghost was coming near her too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Because as as Zen was going towards her, he was like, "Hey, are you okay?" And kind of going for her, you could see that the other ghost was trying to freak out more, and then Hannah's stomach stomach grumbles, and uh, everyone everyone it's so audible that everyone in the class just stops and like and looks. then and makes she's like fun of her. I'm so sorry. I'm weak now. I need to go to the nurse's office. And I should say, we've never seen Hana like this before. Never. She does look wiped out. Yeah. Exhausted. And, yeah. Uh, and so Miko goes, oh, I'll take her to that. And everyone goes, good job, Miko, for watching out for Hana. Right. And everyone makes fun of Hana also for being too hungry. Yeah. Uh, and so she gets out that way. I thought she gets out of the room. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, when she says, where Hannah's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I love, love you. you so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As they're walking by another classroom, uh, Yulia, who's in a different class, actually sees them walking by too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so Hannah and Miku go to the nurse's office and uh, we get a cutaway to the eye catch, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get a cute part here a little bit. Do you remember this? Cute part? Yeah. So um, Yulia goes and uh, asks the nurse, Hey, were people here? Did people come in here? Oh, my yeah. For, for, uh, and she can't really say friends. Yep. But then the nurse says, Oh, your friends? Oh, your friends are over here. And then Yuli goes, Friends. Yeah. yeah. And so I felt like that was like, again, yeah. it's cute. It's fun. It's a, and like, and it's affirmed. Like when she goes and both Hana and Miko are excited to see her, you know, mm. and Yulia is concerned about her and asking how it's going. <laughs> and I love how and, the, how Miko she's like she was hungry. Yeah. That's why we're here. And so Yulia pulls out candy, gives them to her. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just destroys him super fast. Just immediately and the rappers are in like midair as they're falling down. It's really cool animation. I like it's like the kind of visual flair that a lot of Comey is, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the sake of sake of art artistic direction or for theme and mood. It's one of those kind of things, you know? It does an action super impossible, but also very funny. Yes. Um yeah. And then Yulia's like, well, it's probably because of the spirits. This, 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 this. It's draining you of your life energy. Right. And then uh, and then she goes, oh, wait. <laughs> well. And then so she drops this like obvious thing that Miku knows that Hana knows nothing about. Right. Right. And so she plays her hand. Yeah. Well, Miku uh, doesn't know shit about it either. Miku knows more than freaking Hana does. That's no, the thing. No. Not about Hana. Not about her aura. She had no idea about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because remember when? So we go. Oh, back that's because right, Yulia was watching her. Yeah, mostly. when Yulia. Because remember when they were doing the cake thing when they yeah. went to the tunnel? 
<coughs> that was the whole thing where that's why this is like funny because it's doubling down on that bit mm-hmm. where where Yulia is like, wow, did you see like since she said something about her aura and then she looks over at Miko and Miko is just like, do you want this bloody donut or like bloody Mary donut or whatever? And she's like, is she saying she's going to beat me bloody if I tell Hannah that she has this aura or whatever? Yeah. And then when she says it willingly now and then it makes Hanukkah Miko. Well, Miko, Hanukkah goes, uh-huh. And then Miko goes, oh, my God, this would make so much sense. Right. And But but <laughs> Yulia interprets it as Miko's mad at me. Yeah, because she's I, like staring oh like gosh. thinking. This tightrope of Yulia misinterpreting Miku every time is so funny to me, dude. <laughs> dude, it's the Every best. time I laugh at it. It's just, it's so good. Yulia dude. being impressed by her own presentation of, of Miku instead yeah. of Miku's actual self. Yeah. It's so good. Um, Miku then puts together the aura thing that eating is like Hana's aura and that being near Zen Toho is draining her aura. Plus that ghost also, you know? Yeah. So like, well, she does try to, uh, Miku does try to ask uh, Yulia to talk about it. She's like, maybe Yulia can see something I can't. And so she says literally, hey, do you want to go outside to talk? Where Yulia interprets that as like, she's going to beat me. Like she imagines yeah. her getting choked out again. And she's like, I actually uh, have to go uh, pack for my next class. And just like runs away, like yeah. literally runs. <laughs> so uh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's great. And that's how that scene ends. Yeah. Uh, with that little bit of a lore drop for Miku, kind of understanding as a character, yeah. the progression. Of I like that her. though. I was, yeah, me too. I was kind of bummed that like she never was putting it together. So now it's cool that like, it's there like you yeah. know and, and and she's like oh that would make sense like she's always been like this so has she always had the aura or Super is good. me seeing because she says say is me seeing ghosts like has that amplified like hannah needing to eat more and like all these kind of things so like she's still trying to figure that stuff out yeah and but, it's it's uh it's a it's again that good a good drip feed of information you know like I, it's hard to see the plot devices in this show yeah they're doing a good job with like slowly like leading us on it's it's really enjoyable in my opinion right now. Like, oh, yeah. uh, this is a great episode of of uh, Mirko Chen. It's super good. Um, now we go to the park uh, where uh, Hana is eating two big sandwiches. I think, dude. Yeah, they look so good. Dang. I'll be real. I'm actually kind of hungry right now. Me too. But that that looked so damn good. Yeah. And uh, Miku's being, te- I know it really is. Miku's being contemplative and still kind of going over these facts again. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. does do a cutaway to a ghost behind the fountain where they're at in the park. And shows yes. the face on the ghost, uh, face of the ghost behind the water. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. So Miku just noticed the ghost ghosts everywhere. Yes, like, that's one, yeah. but that's the one that matters. That's the one that she sees. Um. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, and there's this ghost behind the fountain that's kind of watching them now. Mm, um, no, that's not. It's not the same ghost as what you're thinking. We'll think. get to it. Yeah, uh, we'll get to it. We'll, I think we'll I'm right. I, th- I think you you're thinking I'm thinking of something different, but maybe. But the one I'm thinking of is is yeah we'll get to it. So uh, Hana checks in on Miko for the first time ever, actually asking her yeah. about which is like I I don't think anyone's ever checked in on Miku this entire show. Yeah. Now I think about it. Yeah, a brother, brother, her brother. brother you're right. You're right. But even a brother, I guess in the bathroom, huh? That was very multiple strange. times, but yeah, but yeah. for sure, bathroom. Asking about a boyfriend. Well, because like yeah, he's like concerned that she's like being just weird. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's really sweet. Uh, and then Hana gets more, con- or sorry, Miko gets a little more confident because of that mm-hmm. and waves to a kid with a balloon, playing with a balloon in the front. Yep. And then we see that ghost that was. Well, because Hannah did that. Hannah literally waved at a kid, right? Yeah. It was like a it little kid. By. It was and she said, by, Aren't kids cute? 
you know, or whatever. And she's like, yeah. And then she waves at a kid who's holding a balloon. Right. And the ghost that was behind the water is actually next to this kid. That's that ghost. Yeah. No. Yeah, this, the kid, this kid is a ghost. You're right. But the guy, the ghost that was next to the kid, which was next to it, was, was that was the ghost that was behind the water. And then that all becomes part of this ghost that was actually the kid. Hmm. Okay. So maybe, I'd have to, maybe I'd have that's to, wrong. I'd have to but. rewatch. I kind of just assumed that like the ghost it was in like like everyone was like because she's like oh wow I see ghosts everywhere. So it was more so in my when I was watching it it wasn't oh, yeah. I wasn't connecting like that was a ghost. We'll, we'll from watch that. it. We'll watch it after the scene. Yeah, and I'll, we'll see. If, we'll, I think you're. You might be right in this one, honestly. I don't know. But I, I interpreted it. Either way, way, like it's a but ghost, right? This, yeah. Han, uh, Miku waves to a human, looks like a human who's alive. Right. And it actually disguises, it's a it's a ghost disguised as a human. Yes. And then it says, you saw me. Yeah. And this is the first time in the show where Han, or where Miku has actually acknowledged a ghost and the ghost has found out, oh. Mm. Besides the one in the freaking haunted house, but... Miku played it off fine, I feel like. Tunnel. Remember? I think she still played it off fine. I uh, Well, then why did the other ghosts rescue her? That's fair, actually. Yeah, it's Tunnel. Tunnel so, for sure. It's, it, sure yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're right. And then this is the next time. and But this is also the time where it was like, my jaw was like, oh. Yeah. yeah I oh, was no. Like, oh, oh, God. Shit. Like, what, yeah. a, what an important moment. Um, Miku, this ghost attacks Miku, but Miku is re- rescued. Miko, sorry, is rescued by... The fox spirits again. Yeah, dude. And this ghost just killed a fox spirit with some bad animation. You uh, thought it was bad? I thought it was kind of fun. Uh, I don't know. It pulled like, away and then it like slowly frame by frame landed on this other ghost in yeah, a I mean, very intense or aggressive way. And it was like, well, that's stupid as hell looking, but that's me because I'm really picky about animation. So Yeah, well, this isn't an action anime, even yeah. though this has more action than the Faraway Paladin, though. It does. So the other I honestly <laughs> which is which, crazy. Which is a sad thing to say. Yeah. So this other so the there's two there's usually two false small fox spirits. Uh, one gets crushed. The other one actually blows the head off this ghost, and that's that. Yeah. And then it holds up two fingers, and yep. it says something. But I think they've made a point and said this is like a a celestial language or a ghost language or something that you can't really understand. I think so because uh, they don't subtitle it. Yeah, they don't. Um, and uh, it just it probably it just means two. And it holds two fingers right. up. Yeah. Two. It, yeah. Uh, and then that's when Miku's Miku's like, oh, two times. Right. So this means I only have three times total. Right. And it's kind of a shocking thing. Um, so that so Miko realizes, oh my gosh, I have one, I have one protection left. Then at this point, and that's where we get the we get the outro credits. Yep. Uh, Dude, which I honestly, what do you think she's gonna use it? Because I feel like it's either has to be on the ghost that's Zen. inside him or Zen. It has himself. to be Zen or whatever is inhabiting Zen or something. Because they're not going to end it without the big guy coming out. They really yeah. aren't. You know, they're, It's going to be the big guy coming out and defending her. It has to be. They yeah. already showed him, right? Or it has to be something bigger than that. Like It, it, it can't be. Hey, just- remember when you said, um, which may, you might be right and you might be wrong. Where there was those big ass handprints when Zen was walking mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. maybe that there's something bigger inside of that's, of him, and like that would have to come out and fight exactly. with exactly, yeah, 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 like yeah. like or he's he has a a store of ghosts and ghosts inside sure. him. I don't know, yeah, but uh, he's definitely got something inside him. Well, in my opinion, not maybe not your theory, but my opinion. Yeah. There's something inside him that's really I don't. So I personally, and I'm still going to hold to it, I don't think that he is necessarily um, like inhabited as in like the ghosts are controlling him. I think he is the evil one himself. 
and then that is allowing evil to come to him and even be inside him more right yeah so and i'm gonna hold to that until until i'm proven otherwise yeah i just don't think he's evil without uh, uh normally yeah i think i think the show has been a show of redemption for a lot of people it would be cool if he and was i think i think even zen toho will have his redemption hey listen he honestly gets, and, i'm often for and it. i i think he'll get a pet cat that he can actually love and cherish mm, yeah that'd be kind of uh, crazy once though. he gets exercised i, I might what about dream punished uh, i don't know if it's his fault is it the ghost inside him or him i don't know he killing the kitties the ghost inside him is gonna die i know that for sure yeah but if if there's a ghost inside him, but for him himself, if it if that's if my scenario is true, he will get a great redemption, and it will be heartfelt. I think that might be like the series finale for this. You know, I don't know. I hope not because we still have three episodes left, or two episodes left. Yeah, two or three, two or three. Um, well, actually, if it's two, then he will be the finale. If it's three, then oh, I'm he's for sure. sure the finale. You think so? I think he's finale of this arc. I don't think I don't think it's this short. But I could be totally wrong. I should ju- I should double check because this is definitely something that I probably am gonna buy. Manga wise, I think manga wise. Okay, yeah, I, I really like it. Well, this will ha- this will be a top shelf though. I don't know if my, this is gonna be uh, one of my good for fr- my kids until yes. they're older because yes. just because of the scary ghosts or whatever. Well, one of but. my good friends actually said she said it was nowhere near as horny as the show is too. Mm, so yeah. the manga is a little more approachable. It seems in that sense, which is nice. Yeah. Um, well, then I'm not gonna buy it. Oh shit! Tits. Just kidding. Outro <laughs> <laughs> uh, credits happen. Great outro, still obviously yeah. with the ghost screaming and yeah. all like ramming the screen, right? Um, but then we get our post credit scene, and this is two girls we don't know the name of. It's just two random yeah. girls, from, I assume. But they're the, and they're in the class. They're, they are the girls from the class. Are they? Oh, yeah. They she's, the so okay. they, they. It was the one that My was bad. reading the first in the beginning. My bad. Uh, so there's two girls that were reading in class who both have a crush on Zen. Yep. Um, and it's at night and they're walking down the streets of wherever they are, whatever city they're in. And, uh, they're going down and they walk by a guy in a hood, mm-hmm. uh, which I obviously is Zen. Zen like, yeah. obviously it's Zen, like no shit, right? <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Um, and it, it then camera follows Zen to an alleyway, uh, where there's a stray cat mm-hmm. and he pulls out a tool. Yeah, dude. It's and like some weird looking pliers. I don't it's understand. It's like a plier with with like prong, uh, like metal teeth. That, yeah, teeth that kind of um point towards the hand. Like they are they are teeth that aren't pointing straight out from the bl- from the metal, mm-hmm. but pointing inwards. Yeah, like curved downward inwards. Uh, and it's uh they are torturous looking in my opinion. Yeah, oh, yeah. Also I've, bloody. Yeah, if you notice, they have blood and hair on them and guts. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't clean. Right. Um. So there's he pulls that out, uh, but thankfully the girls come back because they think they hear something and they they approach the alleyway and Zen has to leave and the cat lives. Yeah. So yep. that's the whole scene. But it does beg the question of what the flip is that tool? Yeah, I want to know what the tool uh, is, man. I mean, really, I know what I do. They really emphasize that tool. They really, they really do. do. They put a shot right on the tool. I mean, it'll be used against Miko for sure. She's dead. Okay. No, I'm just kidding, and but- what is he? actually doing to these cats like is he filleting these cats like what is like if he's just tossing trash like he throws trash away yeah obviously he's part of the cat in that for sure what is he doing like what is he getting like is he trying like he's covered in blood right yeah i mean again if my theory is right is he eating the cat no i mean maybe but i'm again on the serial killer element like he would be learning 
right? It so you're, cat, you're, you're learning how it. to even like torture, not even necessarily kill. Like you're learning what is satisfies you the most, right? So sure. Well, you're I finding mean, again, out what gets you off, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not all serial killers are that, but a lot of them, a lot of it is. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, but yes. Not everyone's yeah. Gacy. But. And again, just from literally like, you know, podcasts or whatever, but even from Mindhunter, right? Like, I feel like that's like one of the better shows that talks about, I mean, that show is not for the light of heart though, but. It's a dark show. It's very sure. dark. But it's also. But yeah, I mean, an again. Amazing show. It is super good. But, but the, the idea would just be that, so why i'm so on board on that one is it, just it just feels like that it just feels so in the level of okay. of this dude they're setting this guy up to be like a serial killer who again i love and i hope that you are right again on the on the big monster i've been wrong before i mean yeah but we both have you know so i'm i'm really excited for that, that's what I want. I, I want, mean, I want him to be possessed, and I want there to be some type of redemption arc. I, I would prefer a redemption arc where he goes to prison or something and changes in that way. This show is but, just heartfelt, yeah. And I wanna, I wanna believe that it'll be heartfelt with this shit. But yeah, I also think that maybe they're trying to introduce the concept of how evil spirits are born, and maybe yeah. this is how you know, maybe this is how, maybe. Uh, but we don't know yet. So yeah, we'll I'm, figure it out. I'm super stoked for next week. It really was the top performing episode this week. Yeah, um, like Miracle Chan's episode really is the best episode you'll watch all week. One hundred percent. Comey, uh, Comey's number two. Too, yeah, a solid number two. Yeah, it was and then really Demon Slayer good. for me, but the Demon Slayer is all set up right now, so it's yeah. kind of you know. Yeah. Um, which which which, but also that brings us to Comey can't communicate episode seven. It's just a pool. Plus more. I knew that. I freaking knew that title too. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I remember this one. This is a great episode too. Um, I I, I really have a problem with finding bad episodes this week. Um, yeah, no, they were all great. They rarely were all very fun, if if not above expectation, you know. So, uh, Comey can't communicate episode seven. I thought it was a lot of fun. And um, here's, I'm just gonna be honest with the, with, the, with the listener. I think my voice is starting to go out a little mm. bit. So if I squeak here and there, just um, bear with me. So uh, we start this episode with uh, just such a great moment of Comey all dressed up in her new dress that. Tadano picked out for her. Yeah. And we see her getting ready for the pool, which is if you guys remember from last week, which is which was the last mission was to try to get to this pool. Yeah. And I love how this connects to this a lot. Uh or from that, I mean. So she does that and uh she gets all dressed up. Her mom goes, Time to go, you know. She heads to the train station, really cool. Um, and then eventually meets up with people. Uh, I don't know if there's anything I skipped that you want to touch on, but um, I mean, no, she like they do the whole thing where she checks her bag like multiple times, and she's like nervous to go, and and, so, and then she gets through the train station like really early. We see, and mm-hmm. and so then when the Naj- Najimi comes, the intros in between, intros between all that, Najimi shows up, um, and then she's like, "You were here early. Sorry for making you wait." And so Najimi and Tano show up, yeah. And then yeah. we see uh, Agar- Agari. Agari shows Agari, up too. Yeah. And then Najmi goes, yeah, I invited her. Mm-hmm. But then everyone else shows up in the class. And, and Najmi goes, I didn't invite yeah, them. I didn't invite them. <laughs> yeah. But um, Yamai, the ninja Najmi guy. says my favorite thing, uh, which is she says, uh, or they say that uh, they wonder if there's going to be any uh, nip slip action. Yeah, they do say that. <laughs> uh, and they do make a point of animating Agari's boobs to be really bouncy when oh, yeah. running in this. So I was really surprised that Comey went the horny route instead of uh, Mirko. But if someone's going to be horny, then I guess Comey would make sense because it is all high schoolers falling in love. So Yeah. 
so that happens, and so they all go to the pool still, uh, and they all go to the changing rooms. Ah, sorry, one more thing. Sorry, um, Tano does say that she that Comey oh, looks nice, right. and then Comey blushes. And then Najmi goes, "What are you guys talking about?" And they're like, "Oh!" And then they, and then it cuts to them going to the thing. So yes, go yes, ahead. yes, 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 yes. And then we go to the the actual pool itself, which is really resort looking, honestly, in my opinion. But it's yeah, basically it's not a like Soak a City. Pool. It's like, like it's yeah, it's like Soak City, USA, baby. Like like not as big as Soak City, but like there's a lazy river. There's like a water jungle gym. There's water slides. There's uh, kitty pools that's shallow there's a lot of stuff for like water activities right yeah water um, activities water activities but they're all in the changing room <laughs> and uh Najee, this is i laughed so effing hard but i wasn't sure if it was transphobic or not but then it clarifies later on that's not but then also you got to deal with this kind of question and i think we're better off not commenting on it moving on what? past it what are you about? um Najimi Najimi tries to go into the changing room with uh <laughs> with comey because Najimi clearly is dressing like a woman. Right. And it seems to identify yeah, more I said, that way. Yeah, I said, stops Najimi no. and says, where are you going? And I said, I'm so confused. But honestly, I kind of love it. But it was hilarious how Tadano did it, too. Yeah. The okay. comedy of it. Like, um, uh, you know, wherever you come up on that stance is fine for you. They do make a point where they say Najimi... Um, changing the changing neutral the, bathroom. In the universal bathroom. Yeah. The neutral bathroom, right. Mm-hmm. So we're not trying to make an opinion or stance on that. It's just... That's how yeah, the show the went on it. So, and it was hilarious how they dealt with it. So, yeah. Uh, and then we move on to uh, the girls' locker room, uh, where Yamai is super excited to see Komi change. <laughs> but then, as Komi's changing, as she's about to get ready to change, mm-hmm. Komi pulls out a school bathing suit, and yep. Yamai is like, "Oh, well, dude!" Yami said that she was waiting for eight days outside yep. of uh, of Komi's house. Just to make sure that she could go with them to like the pool or something yep. like Which that. Which is super creepy, but that's super Yamai, creepy. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Yamai sees uh, Komi pull out a school bathing suit and she goes, no, 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 no. So she stops Komi and says, let's go buy a bathing suit for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a bit of a deviation and, and they fit it in the timeline for this somehow. Because uh, well, they don't show it. They don't show you know, it at yeah. all, but they somehow fit Yamai and Komi going to buy a bathing suit and coming <laughs> back and changing in time for all this. Uh, they all change, but uh, first off, it shows... All the dudes, which is the ninja dude, a couple mm-hmm. other dudes, mm-hmm. and I don't know, and they're all changed first. Yeah, well, they're waiting it's easier as a guy. It's quicker, sure. right? Yeah. There's only there's not much. Schwartz, um, and and so they're all waiting outside, and everyone starts walking now. And <laughs> I thought this was so funny. Mm-hmm. First person to walk out though was Najimi, mm-hmm. uh, and they and all the guys go 10, 10, 10, 10. and you realize, yeah. oh, they're they're ranking right hilariously. So Najimi gets a ten, which I thought was really cute. Because uh, Najimi comes out with shorts and a jacket. Yeah. And we even see Najimi swims in the shorts and a jacket for a bit, but they give Najimi a 10. Yeah. But later on, they show Najimi in a tube top and uh, yeah. shorts. Yeah. So I'm not sure what they're going for, but. No, I think she just took the jacket off. I think, yeah. I think it's under it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yamai comes out. Yami, y- Yamai comes out. They give her a 10 out of 10. Yep. Uh, is there, there's one that Agari, Agari comes, comes out. out. She gets oh, 10 out of 10. That, she comes out with. A, a bouncy, bouncy. Yeah, a very bouncy bathing And then suit. everyone's like, 10. 10, like 10, Everyone's 10. like, yeah. But then Comey walks out, and they give her 100 million out of 10. Yeah. Because um, the the two-piece white suit she's wearing mm-hmm. is so pretty. Yeah. Um, and then Comey Tadano, notices Tadano and covers up really quick. And Whoop! Tadano's like, very, like, she's very pretty. And then she gets nervous about Tadano looking at her. Yeah. And it's really cute, It's honestly. super cute, yeah. It's, it's that, like, like, high school romance, you know? Totally, totally. I, I um, dig it, man. It's good. 
Yeah, yeah. And so then now we start on the actual activities of, of the pool place. Yeah. Which we'll get through a few of them pretty quickly. Sure. But we yeah. start the water slide. The water slide's cute because everyone, it's a two person water slide. Everyone starts with Comey. So they all start trying to rock, paper, scissors it. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for Tadano. Yeah. And Tadano's standing there. And so like the tenant goes, hey, just come on. Let's yeah. Go. They're like, hey, we got to get going. Let's do yeah. this. So Tadano gets started with Comey. It's cute. Todd knows a great time. Comey loves it. Yeah. And he even says Comey's like had a great time. She wants to do it four more times. Yeah. It and Todd knows does that thing where he's like the hair is in his face and he's like, I kind of like this. I don't mind this. Yeah. This is good. They do that. They do a lazy river with everyone, which is really fun. Um, everyone's pushing uh, or following Comey basically in the lazy river. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're all falling underwater too. Yeah. Kind of, which is You're like, um, what? Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, and then there's that, and there's a quick, a quick break where they're all like all under a cabana, and then kind of waiting. Yeah, they do the uh, um, the underwater breathing contest. Yes, oh, they do that too, where they all go and say, "Hey, last person, uh, or the first person who can't beat the underwater breathing, who is like the the lo- like the shortest breath, has to go buy everyone sodas, or something yeah, like that right, or buy yeah. the winter sodas." Well, they all see Comey underwater, and they all like lose their breath because she's yeah. so pe- beautiful. Yeah, and so they all lose. And Comey's underwater the longest. <laughs> so dumb. But it's, um, oh god! So then it goes to a quick scene where Comey is sitting next to the under. I'm going to call it a cabana for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and next to a bunch of sodas, and um, so it's Tadano, and uh, they're just chilling there for a second. And then Najumi runs by and goes, "I want to go dive off that diving board." Uh, and then <laughs> Comey's like, oh, "Me too." And so yeah. she runs after Najumi. And then Tadano goes, oh no, and send, and then because because then she he sees, um, uh, um, Komi trip, yeah, and start falling, and so he gets up, uh, <laughs> but so does Yamai, yeah, and Yamai, Yamai just knees him in the face, just, just knee checks him right in the face. <laughs> you see blood, and it's like that doesn't look good. Um, uh, and then we flash forward to Komi walking out of the nurse's office at this place with a knee band aid, yeah, uh, but Tadano nothing. Even though he got kneed in the damn right. face, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is like got a concussion, <laughs> a fine plot hole if I ever saw one. Yeah. So, um, moving past that, uh, Comey comes out with her um, knee bandaid on, and Najimi goes, "Well, you can't get in the water without that. We might as well just go home. Let's pack it up and go." Comey is immediately embarrassed and ashamed. Says, right. "No, no, no, no. We can still have fun. You guys should still keep swimming." So. Um, Everyone else is like, no, no, it's really okay. But then Najimi is very quick to say, nope, we're going to go play. Just yeah. go sit down. We'll go play. Um, and this is honestly a really sweet moment from Najimi. Totally. Oh, yeah. Of, of Najimi being like, look, I recognized that Comey felt bad. Yeah. And she didn't want to be the reason why we weren't having fun. Like, that would be shitty for her. And so we're all going to go have fun. And that's it. And I, I like that a lot. It was a bit of emotional intelligence from Najimi if I ever saw it. Yeah. Um, because Najimi has really been used for comedy relief. For totally. The show. I mean, yeah, Najimi is, I think, my favorite character. It's, it's weird to see the... Um, it, Najimi might be my favorite character as well, but it's weird to see the the kind of gender role they gave Najimi be the comedy relief. And I, I honestly, I don't think I've ever seen someone with that gender role be comedy relief. You know yeah. what I mean? Ever in a show, even in America, where it's a lot more prevalent. Mm. Isn't Felix kind of comedy relief no. in Zero? Felix is not comedy. In ReZero? Yeah. Uh, maybe with the two seconds of comedy in all of ReZero collectively. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah. So he's the only Felix, part of fun. Felix funny. is also the one that kills uh, Natsu. That is true. In um, ReZero. So I don't know if that's gonna, I don't know if that's necessarily comparable. But Felix is definitely a character that identifies 
different than his assigned. Yeah. Which is um which is not what we need to see. I mean we just don't see that in anime normally, I feel like. Yeah, I feel I feel like outside of out of Free Zero and this, that's all I could think of. And there are probably other animes that talk about the gender roles and, and how people orient, but I I'm not privy to it. Privy to it at all. So yeah. But this is this is a, a much more high profile anime, I feel like. And um Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a good it's one. interesting to see how it how it played Big. out. So um so Najimi is very emotionally aware and says, Let's keep playing. Uh and so they all keep going and hang on the water. Yeah. But Komi goes and sits down next to the soda, and then Tarano is next to her. Well, she waits for a little bit and she I does. feel like she slowly starts yes. to get bored. Yes. Is what it feels like, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like right by her and it surprises her. Mm-hmm. And um, this is where the show is just going to show its um, its strength, right? It's going to show that it yeah. can it can do these effectual moments between these characters, despite there being a lot of comedy and zany circumstance, right? Right, dude. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> Komi says she feels she writes down that she feels bad. Yeah, you know, and and then oh, there's a couple back and forth, but it all culminates to Tadano. So there being a bit of a silence, then Tadano just saying, um, it's all right. Yeah. Everyone's having fun. The soundtrack changes, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's fine. It's all right. What happened is that you didn't you didn't ruin it. It's all good. And then Comey says she had a great time, but she still thinks she ruined it. Mm-hmm. And Tadano says Mm-mm. what? Well, he doesn't say anything, he splashes her first. Well, you're right. So he gets up uh, without Come realizing because she's looking down, she's kind of somber, and he splashes her in the face. And it's like, whoa, geez. And he says this thing to her, and he goes, If you look sad, no one will have a good time. Right. And he holds his hand out. And he says, Come on, into the water. Yeah. And he's standing in like an ankle high pool. Maybe yeah, maybe, like yeah. The, the early, if you've ever been to Soak City or, or whatever it is, like the, the big tide pool area where yeah. the water is very shallow for a bit and then gets deeper where you can sit in the inner tube right kind of like that i feel like yeah probably. i feel like it's probably something um, like that and uh and there's this great moment of her just joining uh like she grabs tadano's hand and joins him in the water and it's very like oh are they gonna kiss yeah is this gonna get romantic finally yeah uh but then uh najimi squirts um someone in the face yeah with, i think it's uh, tadano. Gun. Tadano? Yeah. Is it tadano? Yeah, i think so uh not Najimi squirts Tadano in the face with a squirt gun, which I have no idea where Najimi got a squirt gun, but whatever. They probably have him there. And then they start playing. Yeah. And it's like a joyful, fun time. Yeah. And uh, and, and then we get to 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 kind of Komi getting out of her, her rut, and they're having a great time, and then they get it transitions to the train ride home, uh, and everyone's kind of tired and exhausted, and Yamai is leaning against um, Komi. Yeah. And is like just like... <gasps> Comey's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, you know? and just drooling. Yeah. It ends up being a successful trip for everyone, it feels like. Yeah, so. everyone had a good time. And, and, yeah. and I, I know I didn't say this. That was Mission 22. All mm-hmm. of that was Mission 22. Yeah, all that was Mission 22. Yes. And with that, we go to our next mission. Uh, and these next three missions um, all tie together each other loosely, yeah. but in fantastic effing ways. Um, yep. And it's, it's basically a, a loose timeline of an event. Or of an of an evening, right? Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah. Comey's first thought is she wants to go to the library, but she's scared to go to the library. Um, oh, do you want to call to, to say the title of this one? Uh, I mean, Mission Twenty Three is is just Shaved Ice. Shaved Ice is what it's called. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Comey's wants to go to the library, talking to her mom ish, whatever that means. Talking Shoku is, or Shoko is that, what, is that what her name is? Shoko Comey. Yeah. 
Okay, Shoko, I think. Uh, her mom is whatever, Komi Senior, or Komi Mother, whatever. He doesn't really say her first name. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> Start her mom and what's with yeah what's with the library and then <laughs> then they introduce a brand new character which might be my new favorite character in the whole show totally. I'm not gonna lie but Comey's dad shows up yeah um, it's amazing dude it's such a heartfelt episode yeah and section. they play their hand in a way that I thought was very different than how I interpreted everything I initially thought that Comey was just a victim of social anxiety mm-hmm. and now after this we realize her dad's also extremely quiet yeah uh in almost the same way as comey is mm-hmm. uh but progressed obviously and we, as we find out but it, it seems like maybe it's not all social anxiety maybe she has a learned behavior of being quiet through her dad as well yeah you know yeah. uh but her dad is uh a very good looking uh square chest uh, in shape uh very well mannered um guy with glasses and there's a point where there where he says uh or, or sorry let me don't not skip ahead but where someone actually says later on uh, that he's just a very good-looking man and is that his daughter, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, Comey um, is afraid to go to the library alone. And yes. so her yeah. dad comes out and says, I'll go with her, but yeah. doesn't say it. He motions it, and Comey interprets it correctly. And the mom also interprets it correctly, I guess. But th- then it becomes this very, very quiet trip of Comey and her father walking to the library and then they walk by a shaved ice store, and her father just points at it, and then they they both agree somehow. Yeah. And they sit down, and like, apparently, I guess this shaved ice is a sit down restaurant in Japan. I mean, like, this that's one something was. You can do. Yeah. It looks really good. That's it the looks problem. super good. And I was like, fudge, I want that. You know. Yeah. Um. So they sit down, and they're somehow able to fumble their way into ordering. Um. But this entire time, Komi's dad has been trying to ask her about school. Yeah. How's school going? You know, and you can't get the words out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she's also on a different track, it seems, altogether when thinking about stuff like, what do I get? You know, or if she's nervous about just being here. Yeah. Uh, and they order their um, shaved ice uh, by just pointing to the menus, um, which is cute. And then eventually her dad actually asked the question, so how's school going? Yeah. And the way he says it is the most um, well spoken I've ever heard in an anime mm. it is so composed and like wow well, was cool you know but in japanese and it was super like cool that mm-hmm. like, of course this man who only says things when he really really needs to yeah. but even like i didn't say it earlier like he even says like i didn't say it in time uh, when he meant to earlier yeah uh and it's just a really cool moment and then she semi expresses it but not through talking yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and then shaved ice comes. There's a cute moment of them getting brain freeze each, and but then they're also they give, they give each other like the hot, hot tea. tea. They share a hot tea, which they don't really explain where that came from. Well, I mean, I mean, they probably ordered it, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I don't know if you felt like this, but I felt like they had their own way of communication. Yeah, like the way that they yes. were like talking without speaking just felt like I don't know. Like it was just like a really beautiful moment between yeah. like a you know a father and his daughter, and because and they both felt like you know they were just trying, like cause, yeah. you know like trying to no, you're right. meet each other where they were at. Both. I mean, you're right. You're 100 percent right because he does. Uh, he accepts an answer from her because because she gets well. So what happens is he asks her a question. She gets a brain freeze immediately. He gives her hot tea, and then he has a bite. He gets brain freeze, and so she passes the hot tea back to him. And he accepts that as like an appropriate answer somehow and then pats her on the head mm-hmm. as if he's really proud of her. And it's a really cool moment of uh, a very simple moment too, right? Of a father-daughter oh, yeah. dynamic that you just 
able you're able to take heart in like i just felt good about it you know oh dude it was very heartwarming uh and so that's how that mission 23 ends is them just having yeah. a good time getting shaved ice mission 24 is comey actually getting to the library yep. her dad's not there so obviously her dad left already yeah uh and her finding a book and reading it everyone yeah. uh though is very enamored with how she <laughs> looks and so she gets nervous and, and then just goes like i'm gonna just check this out and go yeah goes to the checkout counter both people are busy to check her out. So she walks back and forth. This is so funny to me <laughs> as uh, is her loiter thing. Yeah. Is yeah. she like uh, the person, uh, an attendant for the library, a librarian comes free to check her out, but she can't get out of the loiter stage. Right. Um, and so she just walks back and forth and does a great editing for this. Totally. Uh, and I love she, it. She ends up just sitting down at a bench near, near, um, near the <laughs> counter. Yeah. Uh, and then she looks at the person next to her who is a mom holding her baby and looks at this baby so and she scares the dick out of this baby this baby starts crying. <laughs> i took a screenshot i'll post it tomorrow i think um maybe when i'm back from work but dude it's so good i honestly had to go back like two or it's three times most, it's so funny i was laughing so hard it just you know comey's the baby's starting to fuss and then it notices comey looking at her comey's nervous and scared and then and, and it, comey's just like smile just do like make the baby happy and then the baby just starts freaking out like shaking like not even crying it's so funny it's just it's so, so scared so then she she does the joker smile where she pushes yeah. her cheeks up with her fingers and yeah. smiles and the baby's like what and the mom walks away. But as the mom's walking away, the baby peers around the mom's body and, and in waves. waves you know. And then turns into a ghost and just fucking no, 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 just marks everyone. Yeah. It's actually Mirko Champs <laughs> eleven. Oh um and so so the baby waves and then uh and then we get our final part of this is Tarano is actually in the library also. Yep. And he says, I got to witness something special. Yeah. And uh it doesn't, it doesn't, um, cause, oh, sorry, sorry. It shows Tarano and it says in the pretext or subtext, it goes, yeah. here to return books. And Tarano goes, I get to witness something special and then leaves the library. And then it says, forgot to return books. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. a great moment. And so then that was mission 24. Yep. And then you go to mission 25, which is uh, Comey leaving after the library. Yeah. And it's like sunset and, uh, and she's having fun. Uh, it looks like she's doing good at least. Um, and then she sees a playground. Uh, and so she walks up to the swing set and she swings on it and she jumps off it and she's having fun. And then yep. she goes to the jungle gym and she right. plays around in it. She's having fun. And then she goes to the monkey bars and she has one of the monkey bars. And it's almost like Comey is like becoming herself uh, finally. Yeah. Like it's she's like she's slowly starting to, to open life. up and like like things aren't as yes. scary as they once were. Yes. And so she tires herself out with all this stuff and sits down. And then she's a water fountain far away. Yeah. And so she goes up to the water fountain. And this is, I guess, I understand the social anxiety of that because water fountains, watering fountains are gross, dude. They are really gross. Um, because people put their fudging mouths on those freaking spigots. Who put their butthole on it? People just shit right inside the freaking spigots. <laughs> oh and so that when you, when you press the Can button, imagine? it's just a freaking stream of shit going in your mouth. Ooh, uh, that was really gross. I'm don't so do that. Um, and so she does that. And uh, she drinks in the fountain. And I mean, just before we go any further, I just love seeing uh, Comey kind of come out of her shell. Yeah. You know? Me too. It's been a journey for her in these past seven episodes. Yeah, it was great when and she shit in the... Uh, it was great when she pulled her ass out and shit in the water fountain. Yeah. Uh, she didn't do that. It's just been... Even though it's only been seven episodes... <laughs> Damn, that only really got you, huh? Yeah, that only got me. Okay. Even though it's only been seven episodes, it's been nice to see her grow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, once again, we actually see Tarano. Yep. 
um, dri- stalking her, I guess. his bike no, and yeah. sees her on the fountain. Mm-hmm. And it shows the subtext again. He goes, Tadano forgot to return books and now is going back to the library to return books. Yeah. And then he sees her drinking out of the fountain and, and he goes, once again, I got to witness something special of, of Comey coming out of her shell. Yeah. Yeah. And growing, right? Totally. Because in essence, this is Comey growing without people. Yeah, like she's taken lessons she's learned from Todd No, obviously, right. and, and her and the other friends, and the yeah. other friends, but yeah. mostly Todd No. Yeah, uh, and she's applying them and growing in Rome. So Todd No sees her drink on the water fountain. He goes, "I got to see, see something special again." And then it shows us the pretext or the subtext again, and it says, "Forgot to return books again." Yep, <laughs> which I think is uh, maybe some of some of the better comedy I've seen in anime possibly ever, besides Sakamoto Desuka. Yeah, this is this is really this is really smart comedy. Yeah, I, I agree. I I think that this. This and uh, Miyoko Chan have this like almost top tier comedy understanding. Yeah, somehow I don't get it's it. It's just so good. They're really, they're really, um, they're really like uh, aware of what they're doing. And Comey can't communicate is like somehow relevant to some American comedy somehow. Mm-hmm. And like they get like how to make us laugh and laugh well, or feel heartfelt and feel heartfelt well without feeling like. It falls into a giant anime trope, you know, yeah. and I'm just really impressed with this show because honestly, like I, I once this last mission conclude mission twenty four concluded, I sat twenty four twenty five sorry twenty five uh, concluded. I sat there and I was and I sat there for about like a minute and a half just thinking like and writing some notes down. I mean, like this show kind of transcends culture in some yeah. ways. Like it really does come down to two friends or two people falling in love, but really utilizing some good understandable comedy yeah i agree man 100 yeah. percent. i loved it yeah i thought it was super heartfelt uh i really did enjoy like i think i i definitely teared up uh when she was with her dad um just because i felt like it was like yes. a really beautiful like scene yes. um and then i did tear up too i think a little bit when he was t- when tana and i was telling her like hey um you know, if you're sad like everyone else is gonna kind of feel sad because at least like the way that it was described was more of a i guess not like a hey don't be sad because then you're ruining it for everyone else it was more for her sake of hey like we're enjoying it like you don't you do not have to feel sad and um yeah i don't know like it just was like the whole episode was a very heartfelt thing i felt like and it did a great job of balancing the the craziness of uh yamai and and her friends and yes um, they really did a good job with balancing those yeah. personalities. I yeah, think. yeah, I think it was great. Yeah. So, yeah, hundred percent. It ends there, and that's the end of our actual anime recap. Yeah, rigmarole roundabout. Rigor, rigor, we rigor, still rigor, haven't rigor, found rigor. out a name for this shit, but fall anime rigmarole. We're just calling it fall anime. Rome. Right but we'll have a we'll have a series title at some point in our life. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Maybe we can call it uh, butthole servers. Butthole butthole servers. Sucky blood, sucky blood, sucky blood. I'm just kidding. I think that means something that crazy. Mean? I think it means bitch whore. Oh my gosh, really? In Russian, yeah. Oh well, it's Russia, so I know we means. love you so much, our listeners. Yeah, uh, the, and all the please, people in Russia. Please ignore our Russia vibes. <laughs> our Russian vibes. Our Russia comments. Um, uh, the only thanks for keeping up with us. Uh, obviously. 
uh, this episode's a long one, and we understand if you guys, you know, aren't super long episodes. But Joel and I will talk for hours. Like that's how good of friends we are. Yeah. So you know, it's crazy. Um, is this episode so far only uh, five minutes longer than last week's? Really? Yep. <laughs> but it's still past three hours. Yes. So okay. So <laughs> again, we gave you over three hours of content, and um, you know, here's the deal. Like I'll, I want to be with you guys. If we are diving too deep. If we are going too far into this, please let us know. We'll, we we can recap faster. Joel and I really can, but we're keeping it natural the time being. But really, if it ends up being like a thing where I think this is too long for me to listen to and I'm just not interested anymore, like let us know. Like We, we just want to make a product that you want to enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and also, Joel and I are passionate about anime no matter how much you're talking about it. So Yeah. Uh, but that's the end of our recap for this week. Uh, Thunder Goose Podcast. You know, we're available everywhere. Our website's thundergoosepodcast.org. Uh, Instagram, we are Thunder Goose Podcast. Uh, obviously, we're reachable other places. If you ever need to email us. I think I've said Thunder. I think I've been wrong. I think it's thundergoosepodcast.org. I think it's just thundergoose.org. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. That's my Look at it right now bad. while I keep talking. Okay. Because um, uh, I'll clarify, clarify that for me while I do the closeout. It's on so, our... It's shit, on our... Dude. It's on our... <laughs> it's always going to be in the description for you Instagram. guys. So, like, um, if you guys go to our Spotify or our iTunes account like in the description will say our website basically so don't like worry if it's yes thundergoose.org thundergoose.org like so don't don't feel like it's like we you've been missing out like it's always been there for you guys to find if you need to so uh check us out look at our merch if that we're working on yeah i'm hoping so i can't 100 percent promise this um but by the time you listen to this you can check it out and maybe it's true or not yeah uh, i want it to be out before christmas in case anyone wants to get anything for themselves or yes. for other people but um yeah we're, we're trying to work on some of that stuff so yeah yeah and uh, and we and honestly like as much as we want that we're just glad that we can get content to you guys so Thanks for listening. Thanks for keeping up with us. Honestly, it blows our minds that we have as many plays as we do. And yeah. That like 80 of you guys listened last week. Yeah. Like, like the last whole, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Like that's Crazy. insane to us. Like Joel and I have, I think, spent 15 bucks on Instagram ads total. Yeah. And that maybe was only in the very beginning. And we maybe 10 bucks. It wasn't much. Yeah. It wasn't much. We haven't spent a lot I on I said actual, more, but you went lower. Oh, would you say more? Yeah. I said more. Oh. Uh, okay, maybe you spent more. Yeah. I don't know that, but uh, like twenty five bucks. I we really think. haven't spent much on trying to get this, you know, known. We spent more on art assets, honestly, for like what we want for like one hundred percent. But but uh, it, it means the world to us that you guys are following us and keeping up with us. So thanks a ton. Yeah, and, we um, love you guys. It's you know, you know. I'm gonna echo what I said last week about after our Thanksgiving message. Thank you. Yeah, we love you. Thank you. And keep following with us and uh, we'll hang out. Eventually, we'll do some giveaways where you can actually get something from us instead of just following us. But thanks a ton. And uh, definitely keep up with us. Yeah, we and, appreciate it. And just to be clear, next week, we will, we will resume the same order. It will be Platinum End, Faraway Paladin, Demon Slayer, um, uh, Mirko Chan, and then Comey Can't Communicate. So we will be on the five-episode anime structure for a week. I will be very honest, and I think I speak for both Joel and I, if one of these ends, we'll probably go back down to four animes and keep it that way. Yeah. You know? And if multiple end, we'll figure it out. But if multiple end, we'll I find something to end. go on. You know, we'll, we'll figure out ways to supplement and to make this a worthwhile series to follow. But for sure, we will not stick at five episodes of anime. We just talk too much to do that consistently, I think. Yeah. Yeah, four Unless, seems four seems to be good. Four is a good compromise. I think you know if it's if it's you know like we really feel like we gotta watch this, then five is fine. And obviously Joel and I will put in that effort to put out three hour podcasts for you yeah. guys to enjoy. Like that doesn't piss us off or anything. And like you guys get content to listen to, you enjoy it, cool. 
you know. But, yeah. And honestly, it's a Joel and I's passion, so. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Yeah. But uh, till next week. Yeah, till next week. All right. Peace out. Quack, 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 quack.